gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Oh, I miss you so much, 90s. Me too. Shut up. <laughs> you're like two. Uh, you're like two when this came out. Probably. What year? <laughs> well, 93. I probably wasn't even born. Good God. I hate you. Un- unless it happened at- <laughs> in the last 15 days of the year. You missed the greatest two <laughs> decades of life in <laughs> the 80s and 90s. I'm going to be true, and I make up for it every single day. <laughs> Immerse yourself in all 80s and 90s. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam show is in your ears right now. Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir, it's been too long. It has. Almost a week. Almost a week. It's, it's too long. <laughs> it is too long. Um, we have a bunch of results today. Uh, we have vengeance results. I didn't want to do that. I want to keep it going. Um we have Vengeance Day results. We have Elimination Chamber results. We are just resulting today. Chock full of results. Chock full of results. Let's get to some stuff here. Before we get to all the results here, let's get to... Uh, I don't really want this to go, but... Let's turn it off. Um, what do you got? Let's get right into it. Um, John Moxley. John Moxley competed in GCW Blood... No, I'm sorry. It wasn't GCW. It was. It aired on GCW, if I'm not mistaken. What is GCW, uh, if I may ask? Uh, Game Changer Wrestling. Okay. This, this is like a new organization. That's where, that was that outside show that, uh, like, when the pandemic first hit, they were, like, one of the first people to start putting on shows again. Okay. I'm completely mixed up on that. <laughs> Forget I even said GCW. I just remember seeing that watermark for some reason. Okay. Uh, Bloodsport 5, Josh Barnett's... I guess MMA style type thing. Okay. Uh, Bloodsport 5 took place Saturday night, which saw John Moxley taking on the one and only Davy Boy Smith Jr. I know. 
Didn't ever think you'd hear that name again. <laughs> and uh, okay. he KO'd him via DDT. That, it, that That's a true story. KO'd. Like, just knocked via out. Via DDT. I guess you could possibly do that. Yeah, no, in you re- can. In real life, I guess you could do that. Yeah, no, you definitely can. But it's kind of scary seeing his uh, family's... Uh, I don't want to put this... Use your words. His family's issues with neck problems over the years. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> But uh, after the match, it was announced that Moxley will be facing Josh Barnett at Bloodsport 6 on April 8th, which is WrestleMania weekend. Yes. So That's Saturday. Watch out for that. That's going to be a very hard-hitting affair. It's, a, it's more MMA than it is anything wrestling. Moxley is just all over the place with organizations. Oh, he's, he's unbelievable. It seems like he's like picking up a new organization every five seconds. Yep. Now that the forbidden door has been open, the forbidden door, everything, ev- anything goes. Tony, Khan. no holds barred wrestling. Tony Khan, you done it. Uh, what Bravo, else Bravo, Tony, TK. Um, I call him Tony. I don't pander to him. I call him Tony. We're pander. on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see that. Like, who the hell are you? Uh, My name's Joe. I'm sorry, Mister. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mister Khan. TK. I mean Khan. Sorry. <laughs> um, what else you got? Um, according to Fightful Select, the grizzled young veterans <laughs> soon to be recognized. <laughs> Turns out they actually were to be recognized as the um, Dusty Cup winners last year. But management saw how over the broser weights were. Can remember they were in the final last year against Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle. They were. So the change happened somewhere in the tournament where they realized that the the browser weights were just completely over, like any other. They were at the time. Yes, but thinking so, back on it now, here's a, a, a psychological uh, evaluation here. What what, uh, what was that good for business? Was that best for business in the to long? With the browser weights in over the, in the long run. No. Right. Okay. In in short term, yeah. Short term, yeah. Then that moment, people was... would have been like, "Who the who the fuck are these guys?" Right. They just came in. Like, right. Granted, people. Probably said that about MSK winning, but it's you know. But they're a team. So are the Grizzly Young Vets. <laughs> exactly, so which which at the time made sense in the yes. short term. In the long term, it did not. It made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, um, you should have. I mean, not looking back, you made the decision. It worked. It worked out in the in the moment, but for the long term, that team, as you just pop every five seconds when you hear them on the mic. Um, you know, there's there's a reason why, and they're good, and they they probably should have won it. But again, as we are beating a dead horse here, they, they in the moment it was it was probably the right decision, but long term not so much. MSK, we'll get to that as far as uh, results for uh, Vengeance Day it makes more sense because they're yeah, not the hot so, team now, yeah. but they're a team. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So, but I would have loved to see the Grizzly Young Vets. I don't know why. They might be one of my favorite tag teams right now. Okay. Just on the mic work. But MSK, if you watched NXT this past week, MSK did some comedy gold inside that ring. Not only comedy gold, but as we said, as you mentioned, we will go over results for Vengeance Day. They are hands down, hands down, my favorite tag team in all of wrestling. Yeah. In in all of wrestling. I mean, yeah. It's it's absolutely insane uh, how good they are. Uh, and how innovative they are and creative. So, yeah, there's that. Um, 
did you get to watch uh, Saturday Night Live last night? I did not, but I heard uh, WWE Champion made an appearance. Uh, yes, the <laughs> <laughs> your twenty four seven champion, uh, Bad Money, uh, performed last night on SNL with Bad the bone. belt. With the belt. Yeah. See, that's what was big. Yeah. Like I, I love that he still he performed with the belt. <laughs> It's just, yeah, the music is whatever. He had the damn belt on his knee. The second song of the night, he had it on his knee. Um, Bad Bunny is slowly starting to grow on me in the wrestling community because of yeah. one simple thing, and that he actually lives kayfabe, and I love it. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what the guy's about, and then he brings a set. He, he brings it. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. Quite, quite possibly the lowest end of WWE championships. Hell. I'll go. I'll go even further. It might be one step above the cruiserweight title at this point. <laughs> it, it might just because of Peter Rosenberg and Bad Bunny. It might, yeah, it, it might be. <laughs> it's 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 so weird how this thing has like gone in valleys and hills and has gone when it first came out with our truth was just so beloved and then it was like oh this is shit like everybody's running all the jobbers are running after our truth this sucks and then it branched out and then it came back in like with Gronk it branched out then it came back in. Mm-hmm. And then it branched out again, and this branch out has appealed and brought in uh, viewers that would not necessarily have have uh, watched this before. And people now are watching SNL, saying, "What the hell is on his, his knee? Why does he have this gold belt that says twenty four seven on it? What the hell? Yeah, what's the green for? What's the what is that? It doesn't even match his outfit. <laughs> what is that all about? So people have to look into it and, and research it and find out what the hell that was about. And and so that that's it. He 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 played kayfabe, man. He had the belt on while singing a song. And I give, uh, I actually give kudos to him for, for doing that. That was that was uh, pretty cool. Um, what else you got? Um, did you know that Bailey oh. was in a very long relationship before? I did, I did not before this weekend. That was one of my stories. Yes, go ahead. I did know. I didn't know how long they were in the relationship, but it turns out Bailey and the Nightmare Family's own Aaron Solo, yeah, recently have. Recent uh, uh, inductee into the family. Yes. They have also recently called off their engagement (sighs) after 11 years being together, apparently. Saying there's a chance. Exactly. 11 years, well. Yeah. And uh, it was at nobody, everybody kept on saying that Bailey was single, Bailey was single. And yeah, I'll be honest with you. When Bailey was in NXT, I was like, I would have totally thought that her and Finn Balor would have gotten together at some point. Okay. But that never happened. I don't know why I thought that, but that just back so then when both of them were there, no idea. Um, so uh, Aaron put out a, I don't know if you have the tweet that he put out. I do, but go. You read it. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say, he, he posted, quote, this has been an extremely difficult decision to make. Pam and I. Hey, Fabe. Hey, Fabe. Uh <laughs> If you didn't know, her real name is Pamela Rose Martinez. Pam and I come to the realization that we have a completely different idea of what we want our future to look like. Because of this, we feel that it would be in our best interest to call off our engagement and end our relationship. We have a lot of great memories together and that we'll forever cherish. We've agreed to remain friends and will continue to support each other in our careers and lives. We ask that you please respect our privacy on this matter. Ouch. End our relationship. Well... It's wild. It's a the hell of a realization to come to after 11 years. It happens. After 11 years, and now the two of you are in very highly competing companies. Yes. But it, but it, it worked for other relationships. That's not, I'm sure that's not the reason why. 
currently works for Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Yeah, really. It's for, <laughs> it works for them. It works for Cedric and Big Swole. It, it, it is a list of, of names. I'll be honest. Chelsea Green. I don't think I can name another one off the top of my head. Chelsea Green and uh, uh, Macrodonna. Yeah, that's Cardona. not AEW anymore. What happened with that? He went to Impact. Yeah, I know. He was, on a, he was on a... I know it was a temporary thing, but what... I'm pretty sure it was like a handshake agreement with uh, Cody. I guess. Just to see... Probably just to see how, how much of a pop he'd get, and then eventually... I, mean, I think he did, he's... He did. He did get a pop. Oh, no. He did. Absolutely. But now he's he's working an angle in, in Impact with Brian Myers. Right. So... So just, who has an eye patch? I really got to start watching Impact. I'm just just, just, for the, out on just to find out why he has an eye patch. The the idea the two of them basically went from WWE to Impact and they're the same team, but now with it now with the eye patch, he lost an eyeball. Exactly, lost an eyeball apparently. Carrying over storylines from other companies. Uh, what else? Dun, 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 dun. Um, on this on the topic of. Uh, um, dating news. We'll we'll put it. Oh, okay. Shout out to Boat Alice. <laughs> yes, you know what? <laughs> Round of applause. Really, shout out, Bravo. Bo Dallas has whole, recently purchased the whole Rotunda a, family. Man, I I got I got to give props to the whole Rotunda family. But go ahead. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they, Brain they, Jojo, and now Bo <sighs> and Liv Morgan. Oh, man, oh man. Good for him. Good for him. Also. A step up from Enzo Amore for Liv Morgan. So bravo to her, too. Okay. Yeah, they were going out when the both of them were in. Yeah, that's always good for her. (laughs) Yeah, right? Good for her. But they have actually purchased a farm. And they are living together. Mm -hmm. And now Bo Dallas is getting paid to eat catering and smash Liv Morgan. So really bravo to him. And they're also planning on uh, opening a real estate agency together for wow. life after uh, wrestling. So he is still under contract. Yes. Um, he should probably, if he can, as we say for everybody else, he should probably go back to NXT where his best days were. Yes. Um, well, he had he had plans. I, I read recently that he there was plans for him to join Bray, but I, they just never came to fruition. Yeah. So that, that would have been that would have been cool, bonkers. Yeah, I wonder how they would have done it. Mm. That's my only question. Yeah, maybe they 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 came up with the same uh, the same question. They couldn't get an answer. Like, how do we possibly make this work? Because it's it's going to be obviously it's going to be some sort of crossover with, you know, like a shoot angle. <laughs> These guys are really brothers. Yeah, um, I don't it's going to be the opposite of the brothers of destruction. The brothers of Smash, because again, they just good man. Yeah, because you can't say Smash Brothers. <laughs> if there's ever a time that you can basically pay a company to get rights to call somebody else something like that, if, if WWE could pay Nintendo <laughs> to call a, a group Smash Brothers, um, it would be nothing more apropos than that to get to call the Wyatt's the the Wyatt and Rotunda crew. Good for them, Jojo and, and Liv, man. Good for, good for them indeed. Very happy for them and their smashing ways. So, funny enough, mm-hmm. the Smash Brothers. I'm sorry, the Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash, yes. Used to be a tag team on the Indies. Do you know who they consisted of? Mm, no, I didn't think you did. Were they really brothers? No, okay. they weren't. 
You do know who they are. Though. I know who they are. Um, are they still wrestling? Yes, they are. Uh, I'll do you anything better. Mm. They're on television, too. They're still on television. The Super Smash Brothers. Uh, what organization were they in? I have no idea. I'm just asking questions. It was just, it, they were an independent team. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Mostly throughout Canada. If you want to take a guess, I'll give it to you. If not. I'm going to say, are they on the main roster? They are on a main roster. Yeah. A main roster. Um, in WWE. No. No. All right. Then I was going to, I was going to go with like Zane and Owens. Um, no. All right. Yeah, go ahead. You're close though. Really? It's, it's in, incredibly crazy how close you are. Because of the resemblance that these two have with Owens and Zane. Are they in AEW? Yes. Are they part of Dark Order? Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, bravo. Really? <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Yes. Really? I'll give myself Let's say who they are. Uh, I'm going to say Evil Uno. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, Come on. Come on. Uh, uh, you got it. Oh, shit. It's not, not silver. Um, nope. Number two. I see. Yeah, no. I'm not going to get that. The bald one. You're going to say Stu it. Grayson. I, Stu Grayson. Yes, thank you. All right. Yeah. That was, uh, he got there, though. I was proud of you on that one. You. <laughs> I, I, I knew Stu Grayson. I just didn't have the name at the tip of my tongue. Wow. Okay. Super Smash Brothers. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. But it, it makes sense that when they came to AEW, it was like, yeah, we can't call you that no more. Right, Sorry. right. <laughs> there's, we have a problem there. Um, anything else? Um, Before we get to uh, the Day of Vengeance. Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So. That, that, that came full circle because it, it was basically started being hated about it. And then all of a sudden it seemed like he was getting support on it. Yeah. And so if you, I'm, I'm just talking out of turn, but explain what happened first and then we can get into it. Sammy Guevara has heat, allegedly. After declining creative from Impact Wrestling during their next set of tapings, Dave Meltzer reported that it was something, quote, he turned down. A black Taurus from AAA who joined Decay is a faction in Impact. That was supposed to be Sammy's spot that he was going to go into. Okay. He was supposed to go into the black Taurus spot. Mm. Apparently, Impact Management wanted Sammy to join the Decay group. When Guevara turned it down for a second time, Sammy reportedly texted Jericho to tell him the backstage direction, and Jericho had advised him to sc- to call Scott Demore, who is some person at Impact. I'm going to say, okay. don't know. All right, and uh, and not attend the tapings in Nashville. While there was heat, both sides seemed to be fine and realized the story probably wouldn't have been good for either party. Impact, right? <laughs> yeah. They have a way of doing but it. there is a twist on this a little bit. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, mm-hmm. which is Dave Meltzer's thing, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Sammy Guevara, was, he, he pitched this. He pitched to win the Impact Wrestling X Division title. In okay. quote, basically he wanted to take the title back to AEW and never lose it or defend it Till a new champion could be determined in a tournament in Impact Wrestling. The pitch story is that he wanted to win the title and then return to AEW as having just won the title in Impact and he'd never lose or defend it. And Impact would go set up a tournament for a new champion and call out Sammy. 
Then they meet up at a huge pay-per-view to build the X Division title. Impact did not like that idea of him using it as a prop and carrying it around. Again, Impact. What the fuck? Well, if the shoe was on the other foot, would AEW if it, like okay, that idea? So you're saying if Matt Cardone... No, see, that's not a good one. I'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if, if somebody in Impact won, won a title from AEW and then just use it as a prop... It prom- could only be the TNT title. Right. It's the only comparison you have right now. Right. So it would be if... Yeah, they don't have a cruiserweight. TJP. Yeah, if TJP Who is in Impact Wrestling. One, if, if he came one TNT to title. AEW... Right. Won the TNT title from Darby, mm-hmm. took it back to Impact, mm-hmm. and then just didn't defend it until someone came and right. won it from him. How would how would AEW feel? How would Tony Khan? How would TK feel about Tony? That? <laughs> would not feel good about it, right? Okay, but I feel like he would notice the the bigger picture of it. Okay, you know, Impact Wrestling is still very much back in that Jeff Jarrett type days where they're like this is our spot granted it's starting to get there a little bit mm. but from what i read and this stuff mm. it's like they don't want other people they want their creative and their storylines to happen first as opposed to the bigger picture in wrestling which makes sense like it ov- does. overall it's still their products overall it's still their 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 show to put on so w- w- I, I, I equate this to I'm I'm, I'm going to nerd out here. I equate this to when it, for a very brief time in the early 2000s, DC and Marvel had a collaboration. Okay, nerd. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> really, you don't see the Back to the Future posters in the back here. Uh, oh no no no! I've been to your house. I've seen the fucking multiple the, the pops the, that I have all over the, the place. Entire I'm a, shelf. <laughs> Not uh, even shelf. The entire bookcase of Funko Pops you have. <laughs> I, I am an old nerd. I'm an old geek. I, I attend Comic Con every year. That is me. Um, you're a, there's there's the moment you're, where, yes, you're a child with adult money. I really, <laughs> I'm living my dream. Um, <laughs> I'm living my dream. I'm still yes. I go to Six Flags. I I go to I'm roller roller coasters. I'm a five year old in a in a old body. Um, the equation of like when they had to come up with getting Superman against the Hulk and who would win that, uh, Batman versus. Uh, 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 pick a character. I don't know. Catwoman versus uh, Black Widow. Like it, it was all these crossover possibilities. But who would win out? Because then you don't want your character to look weak. Because then you're still coming back at the end of the day. You're still coming back to your place. <laughs> like you still have to. Yeah. You have to be under your roof. You know, Marvel still has to do their thing. DC still has to do their thing at the end of the day. So I, I, I say the same thing with this. Like you know. Impact at the end of the day, it's still their product. They still have pay per views to put on. They still have storylines to to commence with. So that that's a hard it's a hard line to to draw. Like it, when when Omega fought uh, uh, Swan, you know, like mm-hmm. Omega just won the title. So you really in that storyline sense, you really couldn't have Omega just lose since he just won it. Um, and I actually got got a chance to watch that match. It was actually really good. Uh, funny, I watched it strictly because just seeing Rich Swan from where he was in WWE and what they allocated for him there, uh, just being a shit, you know, shit uh, wrestler on the, like the Z card, to being the champion of Impact. <laughs> so there, there's quite the range. Uh, same thing with uh, Peruzo, you know, being uh, shit down on the card, and then she's a women's. And champion. now she's a champion, right? So you know, it, it happens when you just uh, go somewhere else. 
you know, just think about that this week with uh, with Serena Deeb. And I really didn't know until like a month ago. I did not know that you she didn't? was with with she, with CM Punk. I didn't know she was part. Yeah. I didn't know it was her. That she was the one yeah. that got her head shaved. Okay, I was like, oh shit, that was her. And then now she leaves WWE. She becomes yeah. NWA champion. So it, you know, it seems like the moral of the story is that leave WWE for for greener pastures somewhere else. Um, do your thing there, and maybe possibly come back a la Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you know, it happens. he is the blueprint. He really is. <laughs> He's the modern day blueprint of what you should do if you're not getting over in WWE. Absolutely, you leave WWE. Do your thing, and you go in the independent circuits, and then just boost your name and, to the sky and start your start and literally start over from the ground up in wwe go but go to nxt yeah, and then become, go back and then and then start from the ground up. Start, that's the only problem is that it's a little very long journey it is a long journey it is but i mean for him it worked out you know so yeah we'll see, we'll see what happens with this whole impact thing all that to say uh is that uh it just creatively they have to they have to protect their their investment but yes I they do it. that's that's very true i get it all right. Um, next, according to Royal Ramble Wrestling's Instagram post, back in the fall, reports circulated that WWE was planning to launch a secondary NXT show in 2021, and now Fightful Select has obtained more details regarding this story. According to them, WWE recently filmed footage for the Black and Gold brand's newest show called NXT Evolve. Yes. So, the original name of the show, do you know what it was? No. <laughs> You're going to laugh. The original name of the show was called NXT Underground. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but have, thankfully, have we, it ended up being scrapped. First of all, the fact that that even came up as an idea in the pitch meeting, that person should be fired. Second of all, we already saw what happened with Underground. Why bring that back? I'm thinking in any that capacity. was the idea before Raw Underground. Okay. Then they, they also they, go look at Bloodsport. Mm -hmm. It looks like Raw it's the Underground. Same thing. <laughs> it's the same. It's thing. it's it's the exact same thing. <sighs> what an awful. I, I I regret. I was thinking about the list that we came up with at the end of the year last uh, for last year, like the best and worst. And we completely forgot Raw. Underground. Completely. <laughs> the both of us did. Yes. <laughs> that's how bad Wild. things were. But that's how bad things were last year is that we we totally not even in an honorary mention and that's my fault <laughs> on my end is we totally forgot about that but that was one of the worst ideas that they came up with uh for 2020 was raw underground uh the filming took place in a warehouse near the pc during the pandemic gabe sapolsky and jeremy borash are heavily involved with the production which is said to be very unique and unlike anything else that we've seen before the show is said to have Said to have more of a fight feel to it. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. several, several of WWE's newest signings were involved in this with the one and only Josiah Williams as the host. This guy. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's I everywhere. Love him. Good for him. Uh, WWE had this idea for a few years now with the plan being to showcase more NXT talent due to house shows not, uh, not going on because of COVID. As well as current NXT show having US uh, on USA having little TV time to showcase as much talent as possible. Graphics and title belt have already been designed, meaning this new show could be launching pretty soon. Peacock is believed to be the home of the new show, but nothing has been confirmed yet. Oh, the Peacock. We speaking of which, um, 
is there any word? I don't just I, I haven't discussed this with you, and I, I'm we bring up the Peacock Network thing. Uh, has there been any word as far as NXT where that possibly could be going since uh, hockey's possibly moving over to USA? Yes. So the NBC Sports Network. I know we had talked about like talked about before, and maybe I'm pretty sure that's what we had talked about was right. that the NBC Sports Network is shutting down. It's shutting down. Yes. So their Wednesday night, uh, whatever, primetime hockey or whatever it is, Wednesday night hockey, mm-hmm. that just sounds way too generic for it to be the actual name. Because hockey, hockey night in America or something like that. Oh, there you go. Wow. Good for you. That's what I do. Random no, shit. It's not. Random shit. It's what you, it's what you lack mostly. Random shit. No, I, <laughs> names are what I lack. It's random shit like that that I come up with. But yes, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so they had shut down causing... Wednesday night, Hockey Night in America, mm-hmm. to go to the USA Network once hockey resumes, which is now. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody knows exactly what's going to happen with NXT. I'm going to say it's going to happen by October. Okay. Because it'll be two full years of NXT. Mm-hmm. Two, Yeah, two full years of NXT. They'll be able to gauge whether or not where they can put it. Logic were to say put it on Thursday nights because there is nothing. But Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon, and if he has anything to say with it, he'll probably put it on Tuesday night just to get back at impact. For what? <laughs> for what? I, I, for, being, for being a wrestling company in America for, that is on television. For, That's what. For a photo of ex WWE employees that gave him the middle finger. That's okay. Thank yeah. You. Not to mention half of the inner circle doing it every week. Right. <laughs> right. This is true. This is very so, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, should be interesting to see where NXT falls. But it, it was we'll, just uh, so, such a perfect night. Such a perfect night, too. It's like right in the middle of. Uh, lit- literally in the middle of both. Uh, we're on SmackDown and uh, just spaced everything out. And now we got to watch 15 hours of Monday Night Raw, and then the following day. If it go, if it goes to Thursday, this is what we have: mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. Impact on Tuesday night. Not, not watching anyway. Go ahead. Me neither. <laughs> Strictly because I don't have time. To. I don't have time either. <laughs> I have no time. I can see results. I know results. I just I can't. I I can't. I'm already way. It's three, five, seven. I started watching The Last Kingdom on Netflix mm. almost a year ago. <laughs> only has four seasons. Nine hours. And they're only ten episodes each. And I haven't been able to get through that because I have to watch so much goddamn wrestling. Nine hours of wrestling a week that I commit to. It's so um, funny that we complain about watching wrestling, but we wouldn't have had it any other way. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not. And, and including uh, three hours of what's uh, what we just came through with uh, with Elimination Chamber. So yeah, that's correct. That is correct. <laughs> well, three to three and a half hours. Yeah. So we will uh, we will see about that. See where NXT winds up hoping, in the week. I'm hoping to see very soon. Um, I'll bring it back to Saturday night. <laughs> there you go. Not Saturday night. Saturday morning. That's what I meant to say. Oh jeez. Pre-tape. Have see, it on Saturday morning. But what, then that's like putting it at the low of the low. So Actually, you, you know what? Have what? NXT evolve on Saturday morning. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> there you go. There you they go. pre-taped a whole bunch of them anyway. Might as well just release them then. Saturday mornings. Yeah. So you're you're, you're old cartoon sl- uh, time slot. <laughs> you're equating it now to like to Sunday Night Heat or Superstars or something like that. Well, NXT Evolve is one step above 
205 Live, and we haven't even seen a show yet. <laughs> no? I know. So, last thing I got. Yes. Uh, apparently before the bonus freeze. Yes. Apparently the bonus freeze, sorry. Apparently the bonus freeze doesn't apply to talent. Okay. Dave Meltzer on NXT Talents Pay after reports of the WWE freeze. Mm-hmm. After reports that WWE froze some of their employees' bonuses, mm-hmm. quote, they're not making $250,000 or $300,000 a year, anything like that. Balor is. Balor, I'm sure, is. But I don't think anyone else is. Mm-hmm. They're probably making in the low 100000 I know one top person in NXT who's been there a long time, and he should be making a ton, but he's making $130,000. So they're making like one hundred thirty to 150000 Adam Cole may be making a little more. He should be. That's the range. Wow. Wow. Who do you think that one NXT talent is that's been there for a long time who's making 130K? I'm going to say uh, Ciampa. Oh. Mm. Who would you, you have? I, just, I didn't really do anything about it. I mean, as far as like like OG NXTers. Yeah, like OG would be Ciampa or Gargano. You've got to figure those those two are, are, are main event. Like, they got to be. Yeah. I'm thinking like Roddy Strong or something like that. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Because he's yeah. also been there a while. Yeah. The entire Undisputed Era has been a thing for three years now. Was a thing for three years, yeah. rest in peace. <laughs> oh, I still think it's a thing. I don't. I, I still... I'll get into it. Fuck it. Yeah, no, we'll... we'll... Oh, okay. I was going to say... Really we, quick. We, okay, go ahead. I don't think it's a thing because I think what Adam Cole is going to do is Whatever happens with this storyline, he'll eventually go to the main roster. I almost said up. You see all that? Mm. He'll eventually go over, over. to the main roster. Uh-huh. And uh, I think they do something like how the Undisputed Era formed in NXT originally. Okay. They have Adam Cole come out, start beating down someone. Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Almost exactly the way it happened in NXT. Mm-hmm. Because we never got that payoff. And then the UE will come out. I don't think it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly at first, though. See, I, I think Kyle is in the long run for NXT. Mm-hmm. But Adam Cole is very overdue to go to the main roster. See, I was going to get into it with in Vengeance Talk here, but uh, Vengeance Day Talk. But um, since we're here, my thought is that since O'Reilly was so over uh, with his first match with Finn Balor, he was so over that they gave him another match. That's how good the first match was. And the second match was just as good as the first match. So he is over in Triple H's eyes. He's like, I can have this guy be a solo by himself. So when the big moment happens at Vengeance Day, the, the end of the uh, the pay-per-view, uh, and we will get, in, get into that, um, I, I feel like they're and, – and you saw the, the trepidation, <laughs> the, the hesitation in, in uh, Strong – that there's still going to be a UE. It's just not going to be Kyle O'Reilly part of it. I still think exactly. when, when Fish comes back, it's just going to be the three of them. And O'Reilly's going to be, I think the ultimate picture is O'Reilly versus uh, Cole. But what what they're setting up right now is Cole is, is going against O'Reilly and going after Balor for the belt. You clearly saw mm-hmm. that at the end of NXT this week. He's standing over him with the belt. So what's going to happen? I truly believe is that you're still going to have a UE, but now they're not. Now not only are they actually heels again, 
They were they were riding that fine line of anti-hero. Now they're not only are they actually heels now, but you're going to have a main event at Mania where it's going to be Cole versus Balor, which is going to be epic to begin with, yeah. which is also then going to set up for the ultimate showdown with O'Reilly against Cole. Yes. That's I get behind that. That's where that's where I'm seeing everything. So when we we were all texting during <laughs> Vengeance Day and going back and forth with our, our our theories and all this other stuff, and you guys had your points, and I was like that that's all well and good, but I think in the long run, I still don't see Cole as a going over to Raw or SmackDown because he's so invested in NXT. And what he said, he's just like NXT is. He said it many times. NXT is main roster. So yeah. he, I don't think he's going to say that and then. Peace out. So I feel like at some point, you know, the two of them have to, have to fight. There's got to be a payoff. So there's it's it's a very long road to get there. But the first stop is Mania with Colin and Balor. Yeah. No, that's that's something that everybody needs to uh, get behind because that match is going to be a barn burner. Mm -hmm. You could steal the show for WrestleMania Absolutely. on one of the days. Yeah. <laughs> whichever. Yes. On and whichever day it happens, it'll yeah. probably steal the show. Yeah. But there's. There was a uh, a video I saw yesterday with Steven actually, mm. and he uh, was what culture? Mm -hmm. What culture had a had a video that was almost a year ago, maybe a couple months ago at least, mm. that said that Kyle O'Reilly in the next five years is going to be one of the top baby faces in pro wrestling, as he should be because he's great. He should be, but I was if I would have saw that a year ago, I'd been like you fucking out of your what? mind. <laughs> what? But then Steven did bring up the good point that like if if you've been following. Kyle O'Reilly's career through the indies and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it would make more sense mm -hmm. as opposed to us who don't going, yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, It's all coming together because that beginning promo on, on Wednesday was like, he started out all calm. When he got into it with Roddy, I was like, all right, I can see this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's definitely he's definitely good on the mic. Um, you, you, you only saw Cole uh, being that guy, uh, being the mouthpiece for the entire group, and so the other three kind of just like laid back and would do their thing. They they had all the gold. They fulfilled the prophecy and and just wrestle, and that was it. And Cole would just get on the mic. And now it's time to branch out, do your own thing, stop being reliant on Cole. Now since you are, you clearly can do this on your own. Go, <laughs> and so that's yep. that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, and I'm all for it. I'm all excited about it. Looking, uh, looking forward to seeing where where O'Reilly goes because it's gonna be really good. This whole storyline has actually been been good. From it's from, amazing, it's absolutely amazing. And the last... and it all started with the one and only being absolutely correct. Pat McAfee was correct. Adam Cole is a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Pat McAfee happened this week, uh, not in ring, but on plane, <laughs> on private charter, uh, which is which is great. It was ni nice to see him again. Um, we talk about uh, Vengeance Day. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's go into it. So, God bless. Um, we had five matches in total. Ooh, hold on. Please. I just realized. I just, oh, just oh, remembered something. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Also, about Vengeance Day, um, during the pre-show, we had a new signing. Oh, boy. Appear. Yes. That recognized the face. Didn't recognize the name. And I was like, how the fuck do I know this guy? <laughs> the name. Turns out, formerly known as Eli Drake of Impact Wrestling fame, I guess you'd call it fame from Impact. I'm, I'm sure he had to approve this too, this name, because it's not like NXT comes up with like ridiculous McMahon names. Think about it. All of his promos say 
Eli Drake at first. Now they go L A Knight. So he can a, keep the cadence. So just throw a three syllable uh, uh, name. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. But like I said, uh-huh. Eli Drake appeared with uh, some big ass dude from Barstool. I think his name's Brandon. So Wade Barrett and uh, and Wade Barrett. There we go. Yeah. And uh, he introduced himself to the NXT universe as the one and only L.A. Knight. And I'm here for it. I love the name. Absolutely love the name. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm about that he's he's in NXT. But Me too. Very, I, I forgot how, how very uh, stone cold he is. Just yeah. in, in his cadence and his delivery and his promos, he's very stone cold. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I just I think it's like an homage to, to Stone Cold, but it's very... Very uh, uh, carbon copy ish. What? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> so. I sent a text like that to someone recently. <laughs> I kept on saying. You said that you. I, I texted. Was that you? Was yeah. That well, I, I said that I said the same thing by texting the two of you and <laughs> said what? I'm like, wait, what? Did I miss something? Did I? Was I not right? <laughs> I thought you were questioning me. <laughs> like, what? I what? Uh, and then I, I I got what you were doing, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I chuckled. Um, Even in a text, it'll still make you laugh. Make you, especially <laughs> the, two, the two of you doing it at the same time. Um, <laughs> kicking things off Vengeance Day with the right. women's Dusty Rhodes tag team uh, classic final uh, with uh, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart taking on uh, Dakota Kai and uh, my new my new love, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. I have many loves, but she's, especially on Instagram, just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I've noticed that you do like women that are Taller than you, uh, Tony Storm is not taller than me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. It's funny that you're looking up and you're not confident about it. I'm, I'm almost, almost <laughs> certain. I'm almost certain. I just want to make sure. Um, no, you're 100 percent taller. She's, five, she's, she's like five one. She's five five. And that, that's, how tall are you? I'm five seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> And I have I like I like put I just threw, I just do that I'm five seven but I I always do that when I was a kid I was how like, old do you I'm eleven seven and three quarters I'm eleven and a half um yeah so uh <laughs> they says five five on here so you know that's that's Ray Mysterio math so since five, Ray Mysterio on here is five seven I'm gonna give him five two so Tony Storm is like five three all right so I'm giving you five five <laughs> um, no I'm actually five seven <laughs> actually five seven. Uh, but Raquel Gonzalez, I would like to, yes, I would climb that in a heartbeat because uh, all six feet of her, I would climb that in a heartbeat. Um, she's six feet tall. She is six feet tall. Does that mean Naya is also six feet tall? That is correct. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Raquel might be taller than me. I thought you were like six one. Yeah. I'm teetering. <laughs> I'm teetering. <laughs> I'm shrinking. Depends on, depends on if I hunch over or not. <laughs> I keep my back straight and I suck it in. Yeah, I'm six one. Six one. I got it. If I got platforms, it's no, the it's, it's the weight. It's, the weight is. Oh, my license it says six one. The, okay, well, that's what's important. As long as they think it's six one, the weight is dragging you down. Um, let's see. It here. Definitely is <laughs> dragging us both down. <laughs> uh, anyway, all that to say is that. Uh, let's see here. Um, Raquel, I, listen. I I give them I give these ladies props, man, because they. Uh, this was this was a a beatdown fest, <laughs> beatdown yeah. fest, and uh, at the end of the day, we had uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking it, and uh, your your very first women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic winners. Um, 
and I'm I'm all for it because not only am I for that, and I feel like this was the best representation for them now, as we we keep talking about in the moment. But this worked out for uh, God bless you. <laughs> this worked out in uh, thank you in uh, in yawning sense. Um, this this worked out for uh, for us long term now with this uh, uh, championship match we're we're about to have with uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler uh, when they came on to card NXT. subject to change card subject to change but hopefully it does not because uh, after the promo that Rick Gonzalez uh, threw down on Wednesday night we will get to that um, man <laughs> I was. I'm looking forward to this one. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this one because you have you have two like a face turn of a, of sorts. A little bit, yeah. They, cause they had right. they had that 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 uh, spot, and then they were on um, on uh, WWE. Uh, what's what's the, the thing on the network? Not the jump. Mm. <laughs> That's NBA. The bump. <laughs> the bump. See, it's close. That's I see how they did, what they did there. Um, they were on the bump and smart, isn't it? It's very smart, very creative, <laughs> very creative. Um, they were on the bump and. Uh, they basically played face uh, on there, kind of, sort of. Um, so yeah, so we get we'll get that match, and hopefully we can have. Um, I would love if they won. That'd be great if we get some NXTers to that. That would be prime promotion for Evolve. If you can get the two of them to win, and then they they can go on Raw and SmackDown, and yeah. uh, you know just kind of have this crossover with NXT, which should be it shouldn't be just be main roster people winning the belt and then they go sporadically like like situations like this where they just go to NXT for you know once a year uh since the belt's supposed to be defended on all platforms have have your NXTers do it uh, and represent the the brand on, on all all platforms I think there was only one other NXT women's I'm sorry women's tag title defense mm. in NXT and that was when Sasha and Bailey went down there yes over there I know down there at the time I'm confident down there that. Yeah. <laughs> at the time, at the time, down there, uh, down there. Um, so we have the women there. We have uh, the North American Championship match uh, with uh, Gargano and Kushida. Absolutely amazing match. It, absolutely amazing match. Uh, starting things off when they were coming out from the back there, and Dexter Loomis basically chloroformed Austin Theory. Um, and, uh, again, you just just wrestling. Because wrestling. If you hear really closely, you can hear Dexter going, "Does this smell funny?" <laughs> hey, come, come here and look at this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just he, he confiscated him. <laughs> um, so it, 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 the funny thing was, uh, we'll get to that NXT with the uh, the missing uh, posters and the, the flyers. Um, Kushida put up a, a really good fight, and uh, I really was hoping that he, he another person that's just overdue for a belt. Is Kushida and uh, absolutely, unfortunately, not 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 on this night would he get that belt. Uh, Gargano won that one. Um, men's the men's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, with MSK taking on. Yeah, I know you like to do it. Grizzled young veterans soon to be recognized as Dusty Cup winners, but they weren't. Sorry. But they weren't. Um, can I put this gauntlet down by saying that this has to be one of the top matches of the year? Yes, absolutely. Top, top matches of the year. Um, just incredible. In freaking incredible. And I, and I said it before, and I will continue to say it. MSK, uh, my favorite tag team uh, in wrestling right now. <laughs> just the, the the bump that um, I believe it was Wesley. He took uh, it was uh, like a like a 
Frankensteiner. Mm-hmm. And when he was out on the outside, he was he was on one of their shoulders, and uh, the other guy basically did Frankensteiner onto the floor. I thought he was dead. Um, yeah. One of them climbed the the scaffolding on the side. Uh, it's just just an amazing match, man. It was just the doomsday device on the outside there. Um, yeah, just just incredible. And uh, this is really what made NXT go back. Like this is, we forgot how good takeovers were, and this reminded us that takeovers might be one of the best pay per views in wrestling. Absolutely. Just because of the sheer talent and athleticism, and and matches that these athletes can put on is. is Incredible! It's ridiculous. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, so it's uh, MSK is your winner in twenty twenty one, and had, well, no, you can't predict the future. Otherwise, we'd all be billionaires. But uh, had we known then what we know now, I think Grizzled Young Veterans would have been the ideal winner last year. Yes, and then come back to the finals this year to defend and then yep, to run the gauntlet, team. right? And then MSK take it, but it is what it is. Uh, and so, for t- two years straight, uh, Grizzly Young Vets uh, are on the outside looking in. Um, we had our NXT Women's Championship Triple Threat uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Tony Storm, uh, Mercedes mm-hmm. Martinez, and Io Shirai. Got to love it. I love you too. There's, there's so many that I love in this. All right, so let's talk about it. We all know Please. the elephant in the room, right? Oh, my God. What, what a horrible-looking elephant, too. It is incredible that John Cena was able to get thrown through a fucking table like that. I said to you, I said, <laughs> I, my, my text messages to you, there was a point that just, just to kind of put a bow on it, since we're, we, we always like to streamline our, our uh, results uh, here. Um, there was a spot in the match when they were, everybody was outside, and Mercedes Martinez was on the, on the ground. Tony Storm was to pick her up. And to slam her into the the announce table, Tony mm-hmm. Storm basically touched the corner, li- yep. li- literally just tapped the corner of the table, and the thing. Oh, it was Wade. It was in Wade's corner that it fell first. Yes, right, 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 right. So, so when Wade was getting everything off, yeah, Wade. Yeah, that's right. Wade was right. They were moving. He didn't even touch stuff. it. Right. He just took the stuff off and then went. It off. collapsed, and the table collapsed, and Tony touched touched the other corner of it, and it, it just collapsed. It, it disintegrated. And and I said to you, if someone and, and you, you mentioned your friend, uh, who are, I'm assuming just hates wrestling, um, if someone was watching wrestling for the very first time and saw that spot where yep. the table just collapsed magically, yeah. they'd be like, "Look, yeah. <laughs> case in point, yeah. I win. Re- I, I rest my case." As the great Bill Engvall once said, "Here's your sign." <laughs> that was really good. Here's your sign. Um, yeah. Here's your sign why wrestling is just wrestling. Um, the table just <laughs> it was just a fun, like that that really happened. It it did. It just the table just collapsed. Um you know, and that sh- spot was gonna be great too, because the both the, probably both Tony and Mercedes are gonna be on the table. Right. And then EO would have just came off uh, out of the rafters and just, and just smashed but them. But instead instead of that, Io Shirai went to the top. They they uh, Tony Storm and, and Mercedes Martinez fought a little bit. Uh, Io Shirai went to the top of that scaffold and jumped off on top of them. Um, just one of the, the crazier spots of the year. Just uh, oops, your oops moment of the night. Um, and so after everything was said and done, Shirai uh, retains and is still your NXT Women's Champion. And the uh, main event, your NXT Championship match with Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor. Um, 
first first time ever with the, with these two. Yeah, um, which is amazing to me that that's that's actually a thing. Well, it makes sense because when Pete Pete Dunn is like, let's just say this: Pete Dunn is closer to age to me than he is to you. Yes. Yeah, he's. T- you know what I mean? He's twenty-five. Maybe I'm going to say maximum twenty-eight. I don't think. Yeah, I think they said it on the on the broadcast. I think he's twenty-five. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but regardless, that kid has untapped potential still. Oh yeah, absolutely. you got to remember. By the time he was coming up wrestling, Finn Balor was already taking over Japan. Right. He's twenty-seven. No pun intended. I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank I want to recognize. Appreciate that. it. The floor recognizes. Please, please, everybody, save your applause. <laughs> the floor recognizes your pun. Um, let's see here. Uh, first of all, I, I'm I'm always like grotesquely curious as to how he pulls off those finger bends, uh, Pete Dunn, on anybody. I'm sure. I know it's it's exaggerated. I get it. It looks really good, and I want to do that to somebody. And uh, my luck, it would actually happen. I just pop somebody's finger out of there and just break it. Um, if you ever get a chance, go look at uh, you know who AJ Hawk is. No, he is a former uh, Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers. Okay, and because he was a linebacker and he was always pulling people's shirts I'm and sure everything, his, trying to tackle them. I'm sure, his fingers are like his his ring finger darts that way. Ow! Permanently. What's his name? AJ Hawk. AJ Hawk. Yeah. Perfect wrestling name. Regular right. on the Pat McAfee show. AJ Hawk. Your NXT champion AJ Hawk. Oh, he was the one that he, he accompanied Pat. Remember that? Remember Pat came with four, uh, three dudes. Yes, right. He, he was one of them. The guy with the impeccable jawline. Mm-hmm. That's, that's AJ. A, Hawk. That's AJ Hawk. All right, I'm just gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a very weird Google search of AJ Hawk fingers. Um, it, it will <laughs> most certainly come up. Okay. Um, I, I want to point out the fact that uh, after. Many attempts of uh, <laughs> what is said on here is joint manipulation. Very nice way of putting because basically wanted to break uh, Finn's fingers. Um, best. That was the pun last year with Pete uh, with uh, Matt Riddle. Joint manipulation. Joint manipulation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get it because he's always high. Um, <laughs> uh, so after everything was said and done, uh, done. Pun intended. Uh, Lost the match. Balor wins. At the end of the match, though, we get uh, Birch and Lorcan coming out and uh, basically kicking uh, Balor's ass uh, with Pete Dunne. Uh, UE comes out to uh, help out Balor. Uh, after watching this, you see the the uh, the the bad guys leave the ring immediately because <clears throat> they know something's going to go down. <laughs> so they need to get out of the ring. So they all just peaced out. Um, you have Kyle O'Reilly uh, talking to to Balor. You can't really hear what he's saying, but he's saying, "I, I basically saying uh, we're here to help you. Uh, respect, respect, respect." He grabs him, picks him up, and then you have the four of them. You have UE and and Finn Balor looking at camera, uh, and, and everyone in the UE is doing the whole, the, you know, the thing. They're doing the finger, the 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 right. sign, the sig, the sig, the UE symbol, and then and then uh, Cole just up and super kicks Balor right in the face. Probably one of the most precise super kicks I've seen since it Shawn was, Michaels. Yes, very. It was it was on, on the button. Very spot on on the face. Um, uh, Balor goes down. Uh, then you have Cole and O'Reilly basically drawing at each other. Yeah. O- O'Reilly looks down, looks up, and he too gets the super kick to the face by Cole. 
and everybody's stunned. Yeah. Talk about yeah. Shock the system. Shock the system. That's exactly what they did. Um, and then everything kind of spiraled, and the, all the all the thoughts and and all the the texts were like, "What did that just happen? What's going on?" Uh, so yeah, so we we have not only do we have dissension in UE. They, they, they didn't even build up to it. It wasn't even like you knew there was dissension in UE. It just happened. <laughs> like, usually sometimes there's like a little bickering here and there. The bickering happened when uh, when Kyle O'Reilly was helping Balor and Cole wasn't having it. They looked at camera again, and sure enough, O'Reilly gets the boots to the face. And so now, and then you have Roderick Strong. Uh, Cole leaves the ring. Roderick Strong is, is at the ropes looking down. And he's you see this this well-told story of him being torn between two. He has this friend who just got kicked in the face that was the leader of your group telling you to come on, let's go. And that, that leads to Wednesday night's uh, uh, interaction with the two of them, with, with Strong and O'Reilly. And you know, it's it was just very well-told. Uh, and so very, very curious and very, uh, yeah, very curious to see where this all, this all heads, heads to. You um, see the story of a heel turn in... Two and a half minutes. Yeah. You have the ultimate heel at the top of the ramp. You have the tweener that's legitimately in between the two people mm-hmm. and the baby face in the middle of the ring. Yeah. It was impeccable storytelling. It was very good. Very good. That, the whole pay-per-view was, was amazing from, again, the match of the year with that uh, the, the men's uh, Dusty Rose Classic to the main events and then the, the events that unfolded up after everything was said and done with that. All good stuff. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. And then NXT uh, with all that good stuff that happened there too. So looking forward to uh, seeing where the, this cold storyline ends up. But we'll, we'll get into everything NXT. Moving on. So uh, really quick, I wanted to, before we get into the week that was, I wanted to talk about uh, – did you see Young Rock yet? I have not, but it is on my queue. Okay. It was really good. <laughs> it was – surprisingly good and i liked the fact that it's it's funny um and it basically just tells the story of him running for president in 2032 and uh being interviewed by uh real life actor randall park as himself and um it just basically goes over him as a child and and his father uh, rocky johnson's life as a wrestler traveling uh, the the country with these guys and they had actors playing andre the giant and iron sheik junkyard dog um, Walt Samoans, uh, yeah. So and and then Rocky there, and then Young Young Rock, uh, joking around with him, and his mom in the mix, and it just kind of showed uh, his life uh, as a kid with with his father that was bigger than life, but really wasn't there. And so how he had to still have this respect and admiration for his father, but he just apparently just wasn't there for most of the time because he was on the road. Um. So we get a chance to watch it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's uh, Tuesday nights on the Imps. Imbus. On the Imps. Imbuses. Imbus. Yes. Um, <laughs> quick. Uh, also on Peacock, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Next day, I like Peacock. Um, by, by the way, the uh, getting to uh, mention, mention tonight, the uh, very first pay-per-view that we've, I, we've talked about before on Peacock will be uh, Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 21st. And but it's also going to still be on the network. It's also going to be still on the network. Um, so I know that they still have the network is still going to ex- exist. Uh, yeah, basically for everybody outside of the U.S. Um, so I, I'm not sure when the full transition might occur. I, I, I've heard rumors about WrestleMania 
uh, going down there. But uh, yeah, so we have we have Fastlane coming up, and after the events that transpired tonight, I am uh, all there's all kinds of ideas floating around in, in our heads as far as what can happen. Because it's just insanity. <laughs> it's very true. Absolute insanity. But before we get to uh, what happened tonight, let's really quickly, because uh, the week just leads up to uh, everything that happened Sunday night here. Uh, as far as Raw, we we have a new 24-7 uh, champion, as we mentioned before, with Bad Bunny. Um, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Where's Bugs Bunny? Uh, he, he won the title from R-Truth. Um, for the first time ever, a match ending in uh, result of pregnancy. Uh, we had Charlotte. Yeah, and, that was very historical. Very historical. We had Charlotte and, and Asuka taking on Lacey Evans and Peyton, Peyton Royce, and the entire match was Peyton Royce, and it seemed very weird that she was just avoiding getting tagged, and then she finally got tagged, and she jumped off the apron, gets on the mic, and says, I cannot fight because I am pregnant. Yeah. And this seems to be... Charlotte, <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> very good. Is this the new, like... Storyline for everybody now? No, she is actually pregnant. I know. So Becky, well, see, Becky left, no, but no, she, no people, people be fucking. That's what it is. <laughs> this is true. Uh, they're already husbands. Already, they're already people who are husbands. Um, there you go. In this Where situation, he use, use words are good there. But uh, in this situation, it was going to be Ric Flair, uh, who was <laughs> said Papa. Gross. Um, and uh, but listen, yeah. as as said by Booker T tonight on uh, on uh, the, the pre show, you know, he he was like my my dad was fifty six when I when he had me, so it's possible. <laughs> everybody God looked damn. everybody looked at him on the table like, oh okay, oh, weird, which is <laughs> weird. Uh, by the way, I give credit. It's a to, weird thing to blurb out. I want to give credit to Charlie uh, at the table there because she was just she seems like she's so annoyed <laughs> by by all three guys and. Uh, Rob pointed this out. Just like you, you're, you're this accomplished journalist who's now with ESPN, and you're dealing with two Hall of Famers and Rosenberg, who should know better. Gets he's he's on that line of professionalism, and he get then he gets sucked in by JBL, who calls him one of the boys. I'm sure that was a, a highlight of his life because uh, he cracked a joke, and JBL and Booker T laughed. Um, and Charlie just like tried to reel him. I was like, okay, so anyway, and it's just every and Booker T is like denying requests of of coming up with games for Charlie. It was a whole. It's a whole thing, so I, I give credit to her. Just uh, her being in that role of, of Renee, who had to have gone through this every single time. <laughs> Renee Young just dealing with this nonsense on a regular basis. And Kathy Kelly too. Kathy Kelly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Kayla. Um, so anyway, so Lacey Evans is pregnant. She was supposed to wrestle tonight. They were still they were still promoting it as of yesterday, Saturday, that she was going to fight Oscar for the championship. Uh, that was immediately pulled from the table, and there were uh, uh, a lot of changes that happened tonight uh, with the pay-per-view, but we will get into all that. So, first time ever that a match was announced uh, DQ due to pregnancy. Um, that was the official ruling, was by disqualification. Uh, Charlotte Flynn and Oscar won. Yeah, so there's that. So, Preggers, congratulations. Shout out to Preggers. Shout out to Preggers. Pregger Evans. Um. Kofi Kingston defeating uh, The Miz to earn a spot in the Elimination Chamber. Ironic. Um, Baszler uh, defeating Lana. Uh, and then the gauntlet match for the winner taking the final spot. And so AJ Styles uh, defeating Kofi Kingston. Uh, and then moving on to Drew McIntyre. McIntyre basically cleaning house here with Styles. And then Hardy. Uh, and then to Randy Orton, which was kind of a cop-out 
win. Uh, if we could have a gauntlet match and, and him get counting out is kind of kind of a cop out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it could have had it a better way. So McIntyre won that one, and then uh, Sheamus uh, fighting McIntyre technically in the first the first time in this rivalry that they're having out going on, and Sheamus takes it, so he gets the last spot, the last entrance in the uh, elimination chamber, and that was uh, that was raw. Uh, it was. It was a good raw. It was a good raw. I wasn't wasn't mad at a go home. Uh, this this go home episode. Um, Their go home episodes are usually not bad. Not bad. But uh, yeah, this was this was okay. Actually, SmackDowns was better. But we'll we'll get to that. Um, next, we have we'll go AEW or NXT. Well, since you said next, let's go NXT. Ah, I see what you did there. Um, <laughs> kicking the night off with with O'Reilly demanding answers from Adam Cole, and he did not co- show up, but. Uh, uh, Roger Strong did. Um, then moving on to Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon taking on Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Shotzi and Ember win that one after they found <laughs> they had the, the the flyers of Austin Theory, and he finally just showed up. Um, and so everybody kind of left In random the, clothes. <laughs> random clothes. They all left the ring to uh, welcome him back and uh, and leave, <laughs> leaving Indy Hartwell in the ring <laughs> to. Uh, to get pinned by Ember Moon, um, <laughs> we had our our black on black crime segment with uh, Leona Ruff uh, defeating Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, you you forgot the return, the return of of the one and only yes, the future NXT champion. Okay, Pat McAfee. <laughs> That's right. On his charter, <laughs> on his charter jet, saying that that Adam Cole is an on asshole. His bird <laughs> on his bird. Basically saying that Cole is a, is a douche, and he told you so. Um, yes, and then rough defeat. We should have listened to the man uh, the entire time. Very wise, beyond his years. Uh, defeating Swerve Scott, and then Swerve Scott turning on him again. It seems like like people were surprised that uh, Swerve at the end of this match beat up on Leon Ruff. Um, this guy's a heel, but also turns heel every week. Yeah, every week, <laughs> it's like oh my god, he turned heel again. It's wild. Um, uh, Casey Catanzaro and Kaden Carter defeating Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla. Um, I I know they're setting up this thing with uh, Zia Lee, uh, mm-hmm. but she's gonna get her ass kicked. <laughs> she's just gonna, is uh, Casey just gonna get destroyed? Um, yeah, she, that, that has to be where it goes. <laughs> that's how is just gonna absolutely destroy her. At what point do we get to see Zia in the title picture? Once Io Shirai leaves. So you're saying there can only be one Asian in the top spot? I'm not saying there can only be one. <laughs> I'm saying like, that's it maybe like how they're saying. thinking. It sounds like that's what you're saying. These are not my words. Okay. The words of our employer do not affect. Whose words are these? And then we had uh, Nia Jax and... Uh, Shayna Baszler confronts our. We had the the ceremony for the uh, the trophy. Uh, let me let me start there because this is a whole this is a whole thing <laughs> that the coronation coronation which ended up with MSK just being comedic geniuses. So amazing, absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, MSK comes out, Raquel and Gonzalez and Dakota Kai come out, and they show the trophy, and their names are on the trophy. So congratulations to all four of them, and then. The music hits and Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler 
uh, come out, and everybody was in, being interviewed by uh, Beth Phoenix. So when the ladies come out, then MSK goes to the corner and magically somehow gets a bucket of popcorn. And the three of them... Two. Two buckets of popcorn. Two buckets of popcorn. So Beth and, and MSK are enjoying uh, popcorn together while watching They this. ran at the concession stand at the Capitol <laughs> Wrestling Center. Incredibly quick. Very quickly. Very close. Very close concession stand. Um, <laughs> so I just, it's, it's just the drawing back and forth up until the point where Nia left with Chena and Raquel Gonzalez. Do you have the exact wording of what Raquel Gonzalez said? I don't. She said. But I, I can guarantee you it was the whole line of the cinch. <laughs> I'm going to take this boot and stick it so far up your hole that you're there not, going it to, is. Not, not going to be able to get it out. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to come after the spicy line that, that Naya had. I was like, yo, you're you're setting yourself up. You really are just setting. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a little spicy. Spicy coming out of that hole, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the jokes just write themselves. No, she went, she went straight to, I'm going to stick a boot up your hole. Um, so we are setting up in two weeks for... That match, which I'm very much looking forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of things, but this is definitely something. Again, the the purpose of this these belts, which it should have been a long time ago, and thankfully they were not changed tonight. And we will get to what I'm talking about as far as the belts being uh, handed over to another team with an already already champion on that unset team. Yeah. Um, it is good to see that these belts again. Go. It's. I don't want it to be weird that these ladies ha- go to SmackDown and NXT, and it seemed like they're out of place. Like these belts should be able to travel and go. That's the whole purpose of them. Do something with them because they've been floundering, and it just. It's not the only time that that actually happened. The last time that actually happened was ironically, Sasha Banks and Bailey, and yes. ba- Bailey was a champion, and she had a double the double belts. So, yeah, Bailey dose straps, dose straps. Let's keep this going, please. Um. Um, I think that it's time for an NXT team to have those belts because absolutely. it would give them a lot more exposure on the main roster. I think, yeah, absolutely, I think you're absolutely right. I think these ladies for NXT would do more with it across all brands than just having Raw champions have the belts and just predominantly be on Raw, fighting Lana through tables. Um. Yep. Everything's been a singles match. There really hasn't been, uh, other than tonight, really hasn't been tag team uh, matches with the belts on the line. Kushida no. defeating uh, Tyler Rust. Um, I'm not sure where Tyler Rust's uh, angle is going here, but impressive wrestler. I, I, I give it to him. Yeah. Very impressive. What was the group that Malcolm Bivens had? Um, the Indian group. And I'm sure in he, this share. In this share. And I'm sure because of COVID, they, they were uh, held up in, in India. But. I guess well, had, you forget about the uh, super. Tar- sp- I'm gonna try that one again. Your words. Superstar spectacular, spectacle. Spectacular. Oh yeah, that's right. Superstar spectacle. Spectacular. Spectacular. The one that they filmed in the Thunderdome and then released for the Indian crowd. Indian crowd, right? <laughs> in India. So where are they? In India, <laughs> I guess. <sighs> um. So they they put Michael B- Malcolm at Michael Bivens. Uh, that's it's not Bill DeVoe. Uh, Malcolm Bivens with uh, <laughs> with Tyler Rust, and he, if he if he could just talk, that'd be great. But he is not good on the mic. But uh, in the meantime, uh, Kashida takes that win. Zoe Stark, the premiere of Zoe Stark, defeating Valentina uh, Faraz, and uh, she's very smoking hot. 
uh, mm-hmm. and then your main events, which is uh, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan, and Danny Birch taking on Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong in a six-man match. And the whole uh, premise of this <laughs> match, <laughs> see what you did there. The whole premise of this match basically is UE is on the divide, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly basically not standing at the top of the ramp for uh, for their their pose. They get in the ring. And they have their match, and everything comes to a head uh, when uh, so Pete Dunn and Pete Dunn, Lorkin, and Birch get the win. Uh, Balor gets accidentally uh, accidentally kicks Roderick Strong with a Pele kick. Um, Dunn takes advantage of that and hits him with the bitter ends, and he pins pins Balor. And then after everything was said and done uh, with that loss. Cole comes out for a super kick for the second time in four nights to Balor right in the face. And then what can only be said as just absolute uh, feel like, you know, when you, when you see someone else get kicked in the balls and you're like, Oh, that hurts me. When, when, he, when Cole did that suplex onto the stairs with Kyle O'Reilly and people were legitimately like, Oh shit, he's hurt. Yeah. Cause it looked like he was having a seizure. Yeah. Cause people online on Twitter were like going nuts. Yeah, he did. They, it did get revealed that he was stretchered out of there. That he was ultimately stretched out, but uh, but it was all the work. It was all the work. <laughs> it was all the work. He and said. they 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 got us. It, yeah, I mean it, 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 that could have gone either way. <laughs> you could set it to work, which you sold, sold it well. But man, I I, I want to know how. I'm always curious as to. I never got into a wrestling ring. I've never did training, but I want to know how you think one day. You know what? If it's okay, I want to practice picking you up and landing you correctly on these steps so you don't get hurt. Like, how do you yeah. get that angle where you only land land them on the, the upper back and you're not like destroying their spine? That that I give them credit, man. It, it takes a lot it's of work. the elbow. It's the elbow. It's the elbow. It's Cole's elbow. Like Cole's arm is protecting him. Yeah, no, I can see that. I just it. it it just looks like when he he never landed, taken it, so I have no earthly idea. What's it just looked on. like when he landed, like his lower back hit the other the other edge of the step, so it, it he played it off well. So my worry was that it was a little like he had done it a little off center, so right, that he right. might have clipped his shoulder. In right. which case, stretching out would have been you know the right plausible, thing <laughs> the right thing to do. Um, two AEWs and uh, your results from February seventeenth. Uh we have Matt Hardy and Hangman uh, taking on Hybrid 2. Um, all this just is basically set up uh, Revolution <laughs> for, yeah. for their match. That uh, it, it comes out at the end of this match that Hangman uh, signed it. Uh, what was it? If, if, you, if you win the match. It's a money match. Yes, money match. Whoever wins the match gets the other person's. First quarter earnings. First quarter of 2021, 2021 earnings, yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which I'm all for. But the best part about it was that Hangman, and I have a little problem with this. And then Private Party comes out. Is that Hangman goes, uh, a friend of mine always told me to keep spare pieces of paper in your, in your jacket when they're at the bar. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that Hangman, merely two months ago, who was an alcoholic and had a drinking problem, is all of a sudden remembering that he's going to fuck over Matt Hardy <laughs> while he's pissed drunk? I need a contract with me at some point. 
Yeah. I just need a little bit more sense of it, Tony. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, Tony, I need sense uh, of my shout out. Hey, Tony, my, Tony needs sense of my wrestling story. Exactly. Uh, shout out Jackson Duval for uh, attacking Hangman after the match. Turns out it was Isaiah Cassidy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Finally got a, a Jacksonville. Um, yeah. <laughs> other than the stadium stampede, you get a Jacksonville tie-in. Mascot, about time. Mascot attacking page, yeah. Um, and the Dark Order came to the rescue. Your new friends. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you guys earlier. I met John Silver and Alex Reynolds today. That's yeah, that's, that's that awesome. That was pretty dope. How, how, Got them how, signed how a couple pictures. How were they? Posted it on my IG. Go check it out. J Black twelve fourteen. There you go. <laughs> on all platforms. <laughs> nice. How were they? Plugmaster man. How were they? They were great. Nice. They're really nice dudes. They really were. Nice. They're cool, down to earth, and John is hilarious. But they're both really, really funny. Like the both of them, good old Long Island boys, just trying to make it big. It's pretty uh it's pretty good to see local is a stretch but localish uh, what localish localish yeah if you if you consider East Islip and Wanta local I mean it's still New York <laughs> local <laughs> yeah so is fucking <laughs> Buffalo okay it's local it's closer here I mean it's like 2 hours away yeah right dude you're closer to me and I have to cross two bridges <laughs> You know, I know it's it's all it's, it's all it's all relative. Um, but no, they are cool. And if anybody wants to reach out and uh, tell them they sh- we should have them on the show, yeah, bring them. On. That'd be nice. <laughs> bring them on. Anybody a- a- love w- to have them on the show. Anybody, Open invite anybody. to any Dark Order member, <laughs> including the Smash Brothers, Play, former Super former Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers. Uh, as soon as I got that season desist letter, that was it. Um, Let's see. Marv has uh, interviewing Santana and Ortiz and uh, Jericho <laughs> first telling MJF to shut up and then saying that Sammy Guevara is dead to him because uh, he walked out of the inner circle. Uh, and then we had our first round of the women's world title eliminator tournament match with Serena oh, Deeb. There you go, buddy. Blech. Serena Deeb, your NWA world women's champion, former um, straight edge member, uh, <laughs> which I, again, never knew. Taking on the returning Riho. Yes. You haven't seen in, I think they said, was it 40? 11 months. 11 months. They said that for like 40-something weeks. Which, oh, yeah. uh, which is ridiculous to think. because I, I read the lower third for her, and it said that uh, she lost the title on February 12th. Okay. Which was exactly one month before everything got shut down. Right. So it's like just right there they went, now nah, we're gonna flip it. I wonder what the original. I want there to be a documentary about what the original plans of 2020 wrestling was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Where storylines were supposed to go and where they went. Yeah, that would be amazing. So we are. Let's see, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. We are 19 days away from this from this recording. February. Where the hell are we? February 21st. Uh, we're 19 yes, days we away from. A year. A, a year when technically our world shut down. So March 12th was yes. technically the day <laughs> mm-hmm. um, where everything kind of came crashing to a halt. And ironically, it had to do with sports. It had to do with... Well, but, 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 but. I have a little bit of a qualm with that. Please. Because to me, it didn't have a lot to do with sports. Okay. That our world came crashing down. Okay, go ahead. There was one reason or one reason only 
why everything was shut down on the day that it shut down. Mm-hmm. And that's because that weekend was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and New York shut down just like that. And they're like, yeah, we're not having thousands and thousands of people in tiny-ass bars mm-hmm. on St. Patty's Day. Right. And I, I feel like was that not I the don't right want call? that one point to go by the wayside. I think you're the only person that's making that point. I don't. I've never heard that point before. Oh, man. I'm not I'm saying I'm not saying it into the ground. <laughs> I'm not saying sports caused it. I'm saying it it was realized the world over officially, like not officially, but it like the the exclamation point on it was official was that sporting event with Utah where they had that that basketball game where everything stopped and everybody was told yes. to leave and nobody understood why. And that I'm talking about that event there, that specific yeah. event on top of the fact in in sub uh, category Tom Hanks announced that he had corona. Uh, all like basically happening all on the same day, March twelfth. Yeah, a date. Some would say a date that will live in infamy. <laughs> that will live in awful, awful infamy. Um, I stand and, by that it was because of the drunks on St. Patty's Day. So you're saying because of the drunks, they wanted to close yes. down St. You Patrick's, and this I, is the reason I, why I it make was a slight amendment. Okay, slight amendment mm-hmm. for New York. It was because of St. Patty's Day. Because <laughs> I don't know if you ever been to St. Pat St. Patrick's. Day, like the parade in the middle of New York City? I have not. It's wild. That's why I have. It gets insane. Mm-hmm. And there are thousands, tens of thousands of people in New York City, pissed drunk, all clammed together. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that's the reason why. I love that it's, there has to be a reason why thousands of people have to get drunk. This is a celebration uh, yeah. to get drunk. Yeah. Okay. New Year's, St. Patty's Day, Cinco de Mayo. Right. All just all drinking. Fourth of July. Come all on. drinking holidays. Yes. No, I, I if you're Colombian, July 20th. Christ- shout out my Pisces. Christmas when you have to see your family. I get it. Absolutely. Christmas. Lucky me. I do Christmas Eve, so I get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Oh, with the coquito. Hey, do doing? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bring Angela back. For the love of God. Um so we talked about that. Serena Deeb uh, taking on returning Riho. That's that's where we were. <laughs> we went, uh, took a long walk up a short pier for that. Um, the, the returning Riho. And uh, I, I'm i impressed with, with her because of what she does. I just find it so, the comical is not the right word. I find it unbelievable. I was just about to say that. Unbelievable. That. In the most literal sense of the word, like I do not believe, <laughs> right? It, very literal. I literally do not believe that this, as Jim Ross pointed out several times, this ninety-five pound woman, ninety-eight, get it right, right? No, sorry, I thought she said ninety. He said ninety-five, ninety-eight pounds. He also called her the WWE champion. Well, not her. Not her. He also we'll get called to that. Yes. the WWE we'll, champion. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. We'll get to that. Ninety-eight pound woman could defeat someone of not only Serena Deeb's uh, stature but anybody. Nyla Rose included. Well, well <laughs> so you want to know why? It's because uh, Serena Deeb had a lingering injury. Oh, that's where we're going with. Okay. No, that was actually that's a shoot. She did have a lingering injury. Okay. That's why she wasn't able to work. But that's where we're going with as far as normal. How, yeah, it. yeah, right. exactly. So meanwhile, next week because she won this match, she's going to fight. Uh, I believe Nyla Rose. Where's Nyla Rose still Ye- in the? the no, 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 no. Still... It's not. Uh, Nyla Rose is taking on uh, uh, Ty Conti. Right, yes, yes. And then and the winner Britt of that Baker one. and Anna Jay. And if they were smart, they'd have, hmm, am I right about that? I know those, those are, those are two, the two matches for next week. 
But I thought that the winner of the Nyla Rose match takes on Riho in that bracket. No. I think the winner of the Nyla Rose match takes on the winner of the other match. Of the Britt Baker And I will tell you right now. Okay. In the meantime, while you're looking that up. Serena D, uh, I'm sorry, Riho will be taking on Thunder Rosa in the next round. That's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. And it's uh, Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose. I'm pretty sure that happens on Monday, tomorrow. Okay. And uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, <laughs> versus uh, Anna J, number 99. 99. 99. Uh, really quickly here, let's let's get through the rest of this. Uh, Shaq in, in a video package with Jade Cargill. Uh, she is gigantic. And then when she's shooting free throws with Shaq, she looks like a kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just, uh, you know, I hope Cody is... is much better than he is now to work whatever angle he has in this match with Shaq on March 3rd. Um, what is so special, by the way, of March 3rd? Like, why are they making a big deal about that diamond? All-Star game. Oh. Look That's why Shaq couldn't do it at Revolution. This is why. All-Star game. This is why you're here. So I get it. All right. Yeah. Now I, I bring a little bit of the real world into wrestling. Now I understand. Uh, Cody, Orange Cassidy, excuse me. Orange Cassidy uh, defeating Luther. Uh Brian Cage and Taz and Hook uh, get into the ring and basically say they call out Sting, and they're missing <laughs> they're missing members of Team Taz because of the snow. Um, they couldn't basically, which is true, which is very true, which is true. They, they couldn't fly down there, uh, so Sting gets in the ring, uh, drops the bat, drops the jacket, and gets his ass kicked <laughs> by uh, by Brian Cage and gets the, the the power slam, power bomb of uh, his life. Like it was just very brutal. Um, I'm hoping he's okay. And then from that that point there, we come go to commercial. We come back, and they show the uh, the shot of the their their uh, I don't even know what you call it AEW Tron or whatever the official name is for it. Or that that shot where they're about to cut, cut to the next uh, scene. And it's what we in the business call B roll. The B roll. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you. They uh, have this this uh, B roll, and Jim Ross is announcing the next segment, which is which is. Uh, Don Callis and Kenny Omega in a school, and Kenny Omega, it's it, the whole character is just great. He's in different scenes every every week. Kenny Omega is reading a book to the children, that is the Young Buck book. <laughs> and before all this happens, Jim Ross is announcing this, and this is what he says. Ladies and gentlemen, our, our cameras caught up. I think Alex Marvez may have been there as well to the WWE Champion Kenny Omega. Uh, wait, what? Ladies and gentlemen, our, our cameras caught up. I think Alex Marvez may have been there as well to the WWE champion, Kenny Omega. Say again? Ladies and gentlemen, our, our cameras caught up. I think Alex Marvez may have been there as well to the WWE champion, Kenny Omega. Okay, so we have our WWE champion, Kenny Omega, in uh, AEW. Remember when you were younger and if you had like a fever, your your mother would put the back of her hand yeah. on your head? Yep. I really hope Tony just went, are you? Are you all right, I, I, Jim? I, what the fuck's going on right now? You know what, CB, what they should have instead like CB radios for when you're in a truck, you could hear whatever. They should have yes. uh, whatever device. Shout out you, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound. That's where I learned it from. Love that, love that show. Um, Will Farrell's character. In that I'm sorry. Hysterical. I'm sorry. That's on me. Shout out Smoking the Bandit. That's where I learned it from. Oh, okay. I was, I was thinking about say. the song Eastbound and Down. <laughs> gotcha. They should have some sort of radio where you can tune in to whatever frequency it is that you have headsets that you can hear what producers are telling other the, the talent. And I would lo- love to have been in that circle of sound to hear 
what Tony Khan was telling JR when they went to mm-hmm. when they cut to the uh, the Omega piece. What'd you say? <laughs> He's like, don't don't mention it, don't say anything, don't correct yourself, just keep going. And they just trucked on through, man. They were like, you know what? The, not another mention of it the entire night. You just called Kenny Omega the WWE champion on AEW wrestling. Go ahead. So I had proposed this to you because I am noted conspiracy theorist. What if it? What if he meant to do that? Mm-hmm. What if he had meant to do that? You're, you're giving Jim and Russell. Tony told him to do that. Jim Russell, be like, hey, let's force Vince's hand. Let's see what he can do. You are giving. I'm giving a lot. That's true. A lot of credit. That, I'm a giver. I'm I'm a giver. A lot of credit. <laughs> I want all of that to be true. <laughs> just mention WWE champion. Yeah. Uh, Listen, just mention WWE champion. Uh, Pe- people, people, fast forward. They're probably not going to even see it. Mm-hmm. And the people that do see it are going to be the marks, and they're going to talk about it on their podcast on the Slam on all platforms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on all platforms. Um, on most platforms, I should say. We I can't. <laughs> just yeah, you purposely say this. Um. I don't believe that. I would be like. To, I would think that would be pretty cool if it did happen, but I'm sure it didn't. Um, yeah, Jr. is. Uh, Jr. always feels like he's like the last to get in the room. He's like, oh, "What happened? What happened? What I miss?" And uh, you know, Excalibur's there. Uh, Tony Schiavone. <clears throat> Tony Schiavone gets in there and he's like, "Oh yeah, I I, I kind of understand what's going on." Like he's the one that announces the the women's names on the Japanese side of the women's uh, tournament. And I give him credit for those pronunciations. I'm sure he has them all written out and uh, you know this, uh, with phonetic spelling and phonetics. There you go. I was uh, waiting for you to get that. I, man. I got it. It took I got you a while. It. Give me some credit. Give me some time. Um, <laughs> You're doing good. You're doing good. <laughs> I really wish you were here. I can record to record. I could punch you. Um, <laughs> You know, I haven't done this in a while. Let me just mute you. Um, we have... Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else can I talk about by myself here? AEW champs, the Young Bucks, uh, and Santana and Ortiz. Dick. Oh, what the hell? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I, I Mama Buck and Papa Bunk Buck in the uh, in the first row. Papa Buck looks exactly like the Young Bucks. Like he's yes, just he, he, he is a splitting older image of yeah. of uh, of the Young Bucks. It's um, like the old Buck. He is the old Buck. He's the OG Buck. Um, we talk about the end of the match here because uh, Young Bucks retain. Because it was the, the the idea was that if Santana Ortiz win that at Revolution it, it would be Inner Circle versus Inner Circle, um, that was not the case. No. Um, finally had the the win with the Bucks and the Inner Circle who were kicked out initially of the of the match come back to uh, take out the Bucks and in the old fashioned tradition of WWE watching TV uh, sideways for some reason you had Kenny Omega Don Callis and the Good Brothers watching the monitor in the back. And Omega playing his best worst uh, version of "We need to help and save them," um, and so Callus basically says, "No, not you." And he sends the the Good Brothers to come out to go out and uh, and make the save as slowly as they possibly could. Um, they had the gender reveal with uh, Brandy Rhodes and Cody, and so right in the middle of the uh, the Tron's uh, video spectacular, it says it's a girl. So congratulations to Cody and Brandy; they're having a girl. Um, 
Mazel Tov. Mazel Tov. Wheeler and, and Harwood, FTR, taking on Matt, Matt and Mike Seidel. Did not know Mike was a actual thing. He's a person. Me neither. I thought it was a whole uh, Cactus Jack, Brother Love type thing. <laughs> that's that's a weird, like, lazy stretch. <laughs> like, I'm going from yeah. Matt to Mike. <laughs> um, dude Love. Dude, My bad. Thank you. Go. Yeah. I always do that. What would you say? Brother Love. Brother Love. That's not even close. No, um, it's not. <laughs> um, I should just be able to say Cactus Jack and Mankind, but no, I always got to go with the love one. Dude, love. FTR uh, <laughs> taking that win. Bang, bang. And uh, your main events, which was uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, Butcher and the Blade, taking on your IWGP United States champion. Who, funny enough, uh, Justin Roberts was about to say, and he stopped himself from saying, if you notice, if you, or go back, you can watch that. He was about to say it, cut himself off. And just said John Moxley because he didn't have the belt. <laughs> so, um, without the belt, apparently you can't say that he's still the champion. So there was that. He flubbed. He he flubbed that big time. Uh, Justin Roberts did. It was uh, the whole thing because he announced the team of Lance Archer weighing it at six hundred and thirty eight pounds, and yeah. then he also <laughs> said Ray Phoenix and how much he weighs. And I don't know if he Moxley if he knew the actual. Yeah, I think I, I think he got screwed up because of the 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 appearance that they had. I, it was just weird. I like their order to coming out. It was very I weird. I think he was told all of them are going to come out at once. At once. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of weird. Um, another, just like uh, the second week in a row, we're just having like these these brutal matches, man. And, uh, you know, kudos with these these main events. Um, I think they should just all have like three on three matches, uh, main events going forward. <laughs> every single, every single. They are dynamite. all really good. Every single dynamite. This was, this was really good. Um, so after, uh, so basically, uh, after everything was said and done, Moxley, uh, Archer, and Phoenix, who Phoenix is just like otherworldly. As as much as I love MSK in in NXT, I give that same credit to Ray Phoenix because some of the moves that he does is just like like the hot tag that he had that uh, in the middle of the match from Archer, and he came mm-hmm. in. He t- he did at one point. He he went. He had uh, the blades hand he jumped on the rope on the top rope drop kicked the butcher and then yep. came back into the ring and flipped him over yeah. uh, just <laughs> just absolutely insane he got choke slammed by his own opponent and then corkscrewed himself into other people yeah just just bravo incredible. just really bravo <laughs> just bravo um and and then they at the towards the end of the match, you have Moxley and Kingston get in the ring, and they just they they I guess they as we saw tonight also in Elimination Chamber with uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, you get these these face offs like Moxley and and Kingston here, um, just basically stiff punches like just going yeah. at it, <laughs> going absolutely at it. I mean, listen, um, do you expect anything else from someone who is about to compete in an exploding death match? Exploding, exploding barbed wire death match? Barbed wire death match? I mean, it's not just a death match. It's exploding barbed wire. It's exploding match. barbed wire death match, which I have watched one recently, and oh my God. I still want, I said, uh, the match that you showed me, it looks impressive. I, when I And then I saw another one on YouTube. It looks like just like you hit something and some someone hits a button and like a sparkler goes off, but like a high intensity sparkler. Yeah, I want like an actual. Hurts. I want an actual like TNT dynamite go off, and like they turn around and like there's a chunk of their back. Like, Get it missing TNT dynamite. Get it. See what you did there. <laughs> what I did there. 
Um, yeah, I want I want to see like spine, like when they they go off the ropes and then it explodes. They turn around and like, oh my god, I can see through them. Like that. I want them. To, that's yeah, explode. like they're like they get electrocuted, like a cartoon. <laughs> like a cartoon, <laughs> you just see the shape and their image and shape in different angles and yeah, and yes. a little beam of smoke coming right up from their head, <laughs> off of one strand of, of hair. Just, and they burp, burp, and then they, they lick their fingers out. Lick their fingers. They put the, the fire out on top of their head. And we've gone full acne. Um, let's see here. Uh, after after Moxley uh, gets the win, after next next Kenny Omega defense an anvil on a pole match. <laughs> Listen, you have to smash your opponent's face with an anvil, with an acme anvil. They had towards the end of the match. At the very end of the match, Kingston did a spinning backfist that landed on Moxley's face, flush, flush smack. Like it was a oh, punch yeah. that you saw, like clearly, and then. Kudos, man. I, I'd be, I'd be on the floor. Like he just took it. Moxley took it, went after him and hit him a paradigm shift and and pinned Kingston. Like it was just, just an un, um, unbelievable look. But then after everything was said and done, Good Brothers come, get Moxley from behind, hold him down. Omega comes on the mic, talks some smack. Moxley proceeds to pull a Jericho on him, and he just likes to do that. He likes to headbutt people. Headbutts Mox. Uh, uh, Give him Omega. a kiss. Headbutts. <laughs> You were waiting for that tonight. Gives it was. Oh, <laughs> give, it was. Give Omega that uh, that kiss to his head, man, and he he opened him up, he opened up Omega, and uh, announced announced that they're going to have a, an exploding barbed wire death match for Revolution for the AEW Championship. What the shit? Yeah, <laughs> like, should have seen it coming with Dory Funk in the audience, but uh, should have seen it coming. All right. Yeah. There's just something about them beating it into the ground that Dory Funk was there. Also, which I'm pretty sure Dory Funk's wife was caught sleeping at one point. Which <laughs> well, it's either that or she was just like very still and you couldn't see her eyes. They're very, they're, they're older people. I mean, come on, it's a long it's show. Late it's night. It's, it's late night. It's cold outside. It's past their bedtime. Um. So, revolution. They already had dinner six hours had, ago. They had, at that point. they had dinner. The early bird special was at three. So you know they're they're all kinds of full. Their tummy is <laughs> nice and warm. Um, SmackDown uh, leading up to the go home for uh, uh, elimination chamber. So Edge and, and Roman Reigns uh, go face to face. Sami Zayn comes out and, and interrupts them. He gets super kicked by Jay Uso. Reigns whispers something to Edge. Uh, then that's it. They, then he leaves. <laughs> he whispers something to Edge. Then he leaves, which would kind of play into what happened tonight at Elimination Chamber. Um, not... He just goes up to Edge. He's like, hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper. Listen, I, I wonder if they ever do that. I'm sure they do that all the time where they say something stupid like oh, yeah. that. Where just they to w- make him pop. Just to make him like cr- try, kind of crack. <laughs> they try to, I'm sure that's like hey, the hey, ultimate hey, goal. Hey, listen. Fart cheese. <laughs> just some mad random. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I just saved a bunch of money on my car insurance. My switch is Uh Man. Um, we were five. So <laughs> Nakamura, next up, Nakamura taking on Apollo Crews. And uh, Big E just is is all kinds of just sexy and glorious. He's sitting on the couch next to the uh, commentators uh, eating on the couch. Uh, and this this ended up being one of three heel turns for the night. 
too much? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But we had three heel turns for the for one night. It usually happens with just one person, maybe two, but we had three three for the whole night. Uh, this being one of them. So Apollo Cruz is officially a heel because he's destroyed Big E with a chair with uh, steel uh, steps. Excuse me, to the point where they had to stretch her out, Big E. Um, and they had another segment where they're stretching him out into, into the uh, ambulance. So Apollo Cruz is uh, officially heel. We had uh, Seth Rollins pledging to destroy anyone who stands in his way uh, of his vision. He was upset by the fact that his fellow superstars uh, walked out on him uh, the week before. Uh, he proclaimed that he would destroy anyone who stood in, in front of his vision and making the blue brand a better place. Um, still waiting for Rollins and uh, and Reigns to head face-to-face. Uh, but those worlds haven't collided on SmackDown yet. Um, Natalia and Tamina taking on the Riot Squad. Uh, again, shout-out to uh, Bo Dallas. Good for you. You and your farm. Um Let's see and here. catering. And catering. Good for you. Uh, Bianca Belair. So we had uh, another edition of Ding Dong Hello, which has been gone for several weeks. Uh, very funny to, to watch Shayna Baszler. When they open the door, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax try to go through the door together. Uh, Nia's a big girl. Um, so they're setting up something. Well, they were setting up for Elimination Chamber. Um, Nia Jax gets her ass kicked. Uh, we had... Come on. Be, be nice about it. Nia Jax got her hole kicked. <laughs> They did have a spot where she she did the leg drop and Bianca moved and she landed on her butt uh, and and, and uh, my hole and, and Corey Graves uh, made a mention of it. I hope she hope she's okay. Um, Mysterio and uh, Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, uh, defeating Otis and Chad by disqualification. Um, remember those other two? Uh, as far as heels go, where here we are and uh, uh, so Mysterio gets the win um, and Gable basically lays out. Uh, Ray and Otis flattened Mysterio with a splash, and uh, they have gone heel. I understand Gable. Why do we have to have Otis go heel? Just so I got this correct, please. You had Otis win the Money in the Bank contract. <laughs> this has been a hell of a uh, half a you year had, for Otis. Yes, you had Tucker turn on Otis, mm. so Tucker's a heel, and mm. then he just went bye bye. Went literally bye bye. You never saw him again. He saw him one more, two more one times. 24-7 championship and then just went bye-bye. Two more times and that was it. Now you have Otis in another tag team. And now the both of them have turned heel. Yes. Just make it make sense. It's, it doesn't. Why did they have to have Tiki leave? <laughs> they could have had them both turn heel. Why not? We could have had Otis tonight. Instead of what happened. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Would that have made talk sense? talk about shocking the system. Yeah, really. Pun, in, pun kind of intended. <laughs> Imagine it. Otis cashed in tonight. Man, oh, man. Um, Daniel Bryan and Kevin I Owens. I would have parped like, I would have popped like Rob Pop. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I, I popped hard, too. That was that was a hell of a, a way to finish. Um, this finish, though, for SmackDown was incredible. And I, I think I love... And I want to know what the, the technical name, I've asked you guys before, what the technical name for the round robin of finishers that wrestlers do, especially when it's a go, it's, it happens all the time on a go-home show. Yeah. Where it's, it's, it starts with one person doing their finish, and then somebody else runs in, and then someone I want to know, it's, it's, I'm, as of right now, I'm just calling it Ultimate Combo. Because I, I can't, I don't know what else to call it, but I'm calling it Ultimate Combo. And uh, I like it. It's just a round robin of finishers. And to, to the end of this, they did all their moves... 
Edge out of nowhere comes, spears Jay. Um, sorry, spear Jay. I'm just reading my notes here. Spear Jay, and then out of nowhere from that, Roman Reigns speared Edge, and, yeah. st- and stands over him with the belt, and that's mm-hmm. how, and that's how SmackDown ended. Yeah, I I I enjoyed that ending tremendously, tremendously because it was just a, a very good match overall. And then the end of that match, it was SmackDown is is the A show. I'm sorry, SmackDown is the A show. It puts on a better product, and this is the reason yep. why things like this. Um, and then all that to lead to what happened tonight. Yep, the well, chamber elimination. The chamber elimination. Rosenberg. Um, <laughs> we had kicking things. Well, even going further back, the opening. Uh, uh, kickoff show had the four-way match with uh it was ricochet um having my notes here ricochet uh john morrison i didn't uh, watch it so mustafa you lost me Mus- not mustafa. mustafa mustafa ali and i will get this in a second oh i don't i thought i had it written down um son of a bitch so anyway words who I, was it I, I don't have it uh, i have to find out um, while, while I'm looking that up. Um, so this was basically because of Keith Lee. And so yes. be, because Keith Lee was injured, they had, to, they had this, they had, they had a lot of last minute, um, uh, changes with what happened with the elimination chamber, uh, tonight. Um, this being one of them. So this, this match here was to, to, to determine, uh, who's going to, uh, be the third man in the U S uh, title picture. And I'm still trying to find it. There we go. Thank you very much. Mustafa Ali, John Morrison, Ricochet, and Elias. And, uh, uh, yeah. And uh, John Morrison surprisingly won this um, with some interference by Retribution. So we had the, the third man set in that triple threat. Uh, for the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, this was the match where the winner of this was to take on Roman Reigns, which I thought would be later on in the evening, turns out no. It's literally the cage is going up, and here here hits Roman Reigns' music, and he's coming out. And who won after everything was said and done was Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan taking that win of the chamber, and then the music hits, and you just see him on the floor, just agonizing in pain um, <laughs> after after such a an amazing match, which started off with Randy Orton surprisingly being eliminated first. Um. Just yeah, uh, that was weird. Because where is he going for WrestleMania then? I'm, I'm on the wrong. Oh, the match. fiend. I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong match. That makes sense. Sorry. Rewind that. So. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That wasn't even the first one. Baron Corbin got eliminated. Baron first. Corbin got eliminated first. I'm. I'm. I'm all over the place the, here. That was the last one. That was the very we'll last one. We'll get there in a couple minutes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Bring me back. Baron Corbin got eliminated first. Um. But yeah, so so yes man, the yes man cakes the whole thing, gets into the match with Roman Reigns, and uh, gets destroyed by Reigns. Reigns gets the win immediately, not immediately, but soon thereafter, gets the spear from Edge. Yes. Then going full circle, Edge whispers into Reigns' ear something, points to the WrestleMania sign. And then, about, I want to say like an hour later, it was officially announced by Cole and uh, and Corey Graves that it would be a match that everybody kind of anticipated already that that was the way it's going to go. Um, and but now we have an official. 
Oh, this is, I, I just read somewhere that this is what uh, Roman said to Edge mm-hmm. on SmackDown. He goes, can you hurry up and make a decision so Goldberg doesn't have to face me? <laughs> that's exactly what he said. I have actually, that, that's exactly the notes I have here. Like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to see Goldberg again, please. I won't put on a shitty match. And his made I'd rather get your spear than his. I need his main event to be good. He sucks. Um, Great white buffalo. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, next up, we had the United States title with uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, Riddle, and uh, John Morrison, who had won that uh, the pre-show match. Um, I I said I said on the call, I said on the Zoom call, I said Lashley by the end of this year, Lashley will be in the title picture. Now this just goes to, to show that I'm right because this match here, I should have known after this match what would happen at the end of the night. There was, prior to this match, there was a camera shot of The Miz talking to MVP. Yes. Didn't know what was going on, but it had to do, obviously it had to do with something. All right, that's fine. Cut to now this match here where uh, you know, Lashley's just going absolutely insane over everybody. Um. Ends up with MVP getting his cane taken away, his cane, his crutch, his crutch taken away by Riddle, who then goes into the ring, destroys the crutch over Lashley's back. Lashley Two is out. hits and completely obliterates him. It was like he was hitting a wall. It was like he was hit, hitting a wall with a crutch. Um, Morrison. Hit. That was no gimmicked crutch either. No, that was a, that was a legit crutch. That was a legitimate crutch. Um, he then, after Lashley was out, grabbed uh, Riddle did grabbed Morrison, hit the bro Derek. <laughs> I love that. That's the name of the, his finishing move uh, for the win. I mean, is now your new United States champion, all without having to pin Lashley. This is how you set up future storylines. With so here's my question about I'm all for it. Popped hard. All right, I was I was here for it. Yes. I loved it. Yes, I was going to say something at the beginning of the match mm-hmm. when I saw that Riddle came out with American flag tights. Okay. He had a very American t- uh, type of theme. He, he did. He did. We were saying he also like posted a, something. Go. I was going to say he, he kind of looked like Evil Knievel, as Rob pointed out. But yes. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also posted something on his Instagram saying uh, yesterday, it was like uh, one night until I make history. But mm-hmm. it was a picture of him, Keith, and Bobby mm-hmm. for like the elimination card. Right. My question is to you, where did Keith Lee figure into this? Were plans changed? Was Riddle always supposed to be the champion right. going out of out of the elimination chamber or what? I, th- I think this would have been the perfect time for Lee to have won. I think so, too. I think Lee could now, have done the same thing and, and pinned Riddle and, and won the title. Here's what we need to be afraid of. Mm. We need to be afraid of Keith Lee falling into a Hideo Itami type situation. Explain. Hideo Itami came in at the same time into NXT. Kenta, maybe right. people know him as. I know him as Kenta, yes. Uh, he came into NXT at the same time Finn Balor did. And I've mentioned before that it was right at the time, that, right before they started changing, or they, they stopped changing everybody's name. Mm. And people were allowed to keep their names, but he wasn't. Mm. He was set to get a huge push in NXT. And he got injured. Mm. And then he kept... Getting injured, 
like little injuries here and there. But the problem with that in WWE is once you get injured, you kind of lose your spot. Unless you're, you know, fucking Roman or Edge right, or right. the top guy. Rollins, Unless you're a right. made man, right. you're going you're, you're gonna to have some a, a, a momentum killer. Yeah. And I just don't want to see that happen to Keith Lee because that guy has all untapped potential. If you just take that stupid singlet off of him. <laughs> don't let him be him. And give him his old bask in his glory theme music. Oh, I can't have that. Why? There's a reason why they changed it. Because they... I know, because of the fucking music group. Yeah, the music group, it's, it's theirs. It's, they have the rights. So fucking buy it. <laughs> Yo, Tony Khan just bought Tarzan Boy. <laughs> You're right. And fucking Old 55 by Tom Waits. I know. What? I know. And you can't buy Bask in His Glory because you don't like it and you don't want to give money? Uh, listen, I I'm being a baby. I know. Listen, I, I maybe you have to be named CM Punk and buy, uh, you know, Cult of Personality. I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, it By the way, I yeah. just found this out recently. Yeah. Hulk's theme music was not actually made for him. That no. was a song before. That was a song before. I did did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely the, didn't know that. The only reason why it was made into a music... The music video, if you ever watch it, is just Hogan on a guitar, not playing... Playing the American yeah. guitar. Not, not, not actually plugged in or playing it. But that was the no. video. That was the video. It became popular because of Hogan. <laughs> And it was you're right. Yeah. It was it was out before he was he. It was his theme music. It just yeah. got associated with him because it's it's Hogan. Um, you're right. They should just buy the damn thing and just just call it a day. Um, I, I but I agree with you. I think Lee would have won. I think I think he would have won this, and it would have been his time to do his thing and have the the Lee reign. <laughs> that being said, I do still want to see Keith Lee join the Hurt business. Hmm. I don't know if I have two big Cedric guys. and him, Cedric and the and the Hurt Business are kind of like Rocky a little mm. bit still. Mm. But you already have a big guy. If him go out. Every group has one big guy. Well, except this one. It's got two. <laughs> I was going to have two. <laughs> Just going to be nothing but big guys. Yeah. All right. Unless you're into Cher, which is all big guys. Yeah. So there's that. But I would love to see Keith Lee bring, you know, a, a rock type of dynamic to the Hurt Business. I, listen, I, I would I would love it, but you already have somebody in her business. I'm telling you, mark my words. By the end of this year, Lashley's gonna have a title, like a oh, main, a main yeah. title, like like he'll take it off of Edge when Edge switches it over to the uh, the World Championship. That's um, my idea, and I don't want to ever hear that come out of your mouth again. <laughs> I'm taking full credit. I said it first. Um, <laughs> Jay- I'm gonna take full credit for Becky Lynch coming back. Then <laughs> fuck it, <laughs> even though she didn't come back. <laughs> As your, it was your idea. Um, Baszler and Nia Jax against Banks and, B- and Bel Air, and we should have known. Everything's always hindsight in life, as as, as in wrestling. We, we should have known where this match was going to go after we saw what happened on NXT. Like there was not going to be a change of, of uh, the guard here. Uh, it was going to be no. Baszler and Jax the entire way because you're setting up for two, what was going to happen in two weeks. This match, I, if of all the matches on this card, I was most disappointed by this match, and that including. The pre-show match. Um, <clears throat> Agreed. I there was just absolutely nothing in this match. I would like to have had all of this match. Thirty minutes of this match. It was twenty minutes too long it's for what they were what they were going to do and the idea of just having another match with a tag team that you just put together and one of them happens to be a champion again. Since that's apparently all we could ever do with these women titles, with the women tag team matches. Um, 
But why? <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to do it in the first place. The match itself was blah. Excuse me. Um, and God bless. That, that's exactly what I thought of this match. So kudos to to Jackson and Baszler for the win. Um, you had had the freaking uh, uh, Reginald come out with his bottle and interfere in this match, which is how how uh, he, she, uh, Banks was interfered with. Jax grabbed her, uh, slammed her, and that was and got the win. So it just it was just a waste. I, I just I was disappointed by this whole thing. I can't wait for someone to just call out uh, Reginald one day for having a fake accent like Kofi. We've definitely mentioned that before, but yes. I, just, I want it to happen so bad. And it's actually worse than Kofi's, and Kofi's was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what kind of accent is that? I don't know. Where, where are you from? That's not is French. Is it Jamaican? Is it French? French Jamaican? Are you from Haiti? Is that because yeah, it's right? Like, I speak Creole. Like, what do you what do you what do you got going on? I, he's, he's, he speaks perfect English. Um, no accent. Raw Elimination Chamber Championship match. Kicking things off with here, Randy Orton. Let's try that again. So Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy uh, starting things off with everybody else in the pods. We had, uh, let's see here, McIntyre came out next, followed by Kingston. Orton was eliminated first out of the gate uh, by Kingston, which is a shocker. Styles, after Orton was eliminated, gets his pod, the back of his pod window, ripped off by Osmosis Jones. Um, <laughs> yeah, os- o- almost, by Osmosis Jones, almost, almost, uh, rips off the pod, so he can enter early because okay, because wrestling there's no, no apparently there's no rules. It was smart. Um, he gets in the ring, um, goes after uh, Co- uh, Kofi Kingston, but Pierce Adam Pierce immediately removes uh, almost almost. Well, he um, was heated too. He, he screamed very loudly. Um, and it was just very upsetting to watch. Uh, I was scared. I, I peed a little. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sheamus kicking everybody's ass. Jeff Hardy basically just sitting in the corner for about a good 20 minutes, doing absolutely nothing. Um, Preparing himself for that giant fucking swanton off the, the swanton off the, off the pod. Off the pod. Uh, Styles hits. What did, what did I say to you during the call? I was like, he goes, oh. Man, I gotta do this shit again. Yeah, <laughs> let me just, just give me give me a break. Give me a break. Hold on. At what point does he does he climb up and in like a video of his life, it just pauses right there and he goes, "Well, here I am again." <laughs> How many times have I been up here? Well, exactly two thousand four hundred and seventy-two, and this is when he knew <laughs> he fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, uh, Styles hits uh, Kofi with the. Uh, uh, forearm uh, and gets the pin on that. Kofi's eliminated. Uh, Hardy, <laughs> Hardy with the he goes on top of the pod to take out Sheamus and, and McIntyre. Whisper in the wind. Uh, Nail Styles with the Swanton before McIntyre hits a Claymore to eliminate Hardy from the match. So now we're down to three. Uh, Sheamus hit McIntyre with a bro kick. Um, before he could make the cover, Styles hit him with a phenomenal forearm to get the pin on Sheamus. And then we're down to two with uh, McIntyre and Styles. Uh, as Styles tried to, to regroup, uh, waiting for McIntyre, he went for another forearm, jumped right into a flying Claymore, <laughs> right into <sighs> Styles' face, and uh, McIntyre gets the one, two, three for the win. As he's celebrating, getting attacked from behind by Lashley. Yes, and Mr. Now, Robert Lashley. Robert Lashley, and now we understand why MVP and The Miz were talking. Yep. Because he was beating him down for a good while. 
until we hear awesome. Awesome. And he's coming down with the briefcase, man, and he throws it to the ref. The ref does this whole thing. Uh, it's officially starting. Hits him, hits him with a DDT. Uh, hits McIntyre with a DDT. Gets a two count on that one for the pin, and then he goes for the skull crushing finale. Gets it, hits it. We have a new WWE champion in the Miz. New in the Miz. WWE champion. What do you think about this? First of all, uh, first before you even get there, this this match, uh, the pay per view, this match itself, amazing. The pay per view, other than that one, the, the women's match, I give the whole thing an A. Uh, yes, I was absolutely. Thoroughly impressed with it again, and listen, the, this is just another one. I, I can't say good enough things about the the pay per views that WWE has put on. I give them credit for all these. It, I give them shit for the product that they put on Monday nights, <laughs> and I I give them credit when it when it's due, and they they did it again. What did you think about the decision to have him cash in tonight? I think it needed to be done. I'm I'm uh, I'll put it like this. I'm not saying it had to be done tonight. Mm. But you could not have him lose after cashing in again. Right. Because then it just completely debunks the money in the bank folklore. Right. Having him win tonight the way Bobby Lashley did it, I think it sets up a multi-person match at WrestleMania. Okay. Because now you have all these people who have a viable um, call to the championship mm. a viable not, was not the word I wanted to use but whatever clean Claim. there we go yes Whew. use your words I got you they uh, but you can have the Miz the Miz Drew and Bobby in a triple threat match at Wrestlemania okay you could have the Miz you could have the Miz lose it back to Drew again Fastlane uh, Fastlane mm-hmm and then have Sheamus come into it. Like, there's a whole bunch of different people. Ways it can go, right? There's, there's countless ways it can go. Yeah. So, I'm really happy that the... I didn't... The one thing that I want wrestling to do, mm. which is what AEW is doing a lot, but WWE doesn't seem to get the concept of it, just try something. Mm. But you don't have fans. And all the fans that are in the Thunderdome are being controlled by a puppet. Right. So just just try something. And this is them trying something. Yeah. I did say to you, when the Miz won, they should just cut to one person on the Thunderdome screen that had pus face like the old girl <laughs> like the like the young girl from back in the day. Yeah. Disappointed in, in the Miz's win. Yeah. 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 So that would have been nice, but I I was I was happy with it. I was happy. I think it, it was it was a fresh take on it. Um I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for Good change, uh, but uh, imagine as we said before. Imagine if Otis still had this this briefcase, <laughs> and, and it was uh, Otis cashing in. If that, like I said, I would have popped the way Rob did. <laughs> it was Otis as, as your WWE champion. Can you imagine? Um, but yeah, we have we have a new champion in the Miz, man, and it's this is interesting. It, this is interesting in that you don't know. Like everybody, I think it's it's the ultimate job of a fan of a of a wrestling fan. I think ultimately you want to be a booker and you want to have your own league and you want to book. (laughs) And so we are always constantly saying, I think this is going to happen. And you're just like, (laughs) I always equate wrestling to a, to a soap opera. It's, it has a story it has a start and a finish and goes through and it has sub characters 
and you're always invested in the story and it just happens to be a match to come up and with the culmination of this story and you're always like this is gonna happen and then this should happen or you're like i think we you should do this and then he should have this person do this this threw completely a monkey wrench in everybody's uh uh booking (laughs) fantasy booking this was not in anybody's uh future plans for mania everybody was like okay if we're gonna have reigns versus edge which seems like the which was right Everybody was right on that. Well, now it's official, official because the WWE just posted, not just an hour ago, posted it on their Instagram. So now, quote, it's official. Edge right. rated R will challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. There you go. My fantasy booking, right? Really quick. Okay. I want Edge to win, obviously, mm-hmm. and I want him to bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. I agree with that. That's what I want to see happen. You said that, yeah. You said that to me a couple of days ago. I agree with that. And I likened it to when The Rock had won. When The Rock won the WWE title, Mm. the first thing that he did when he came back was get rid of the old squiggly WWE, and he brought back a brand new mint WWE championship. You ever hear the story really quick, speaking of Edge, the the story of when he won and he got the rated R belt? Yes. He he did not want the spinner? Yeah. He did not want it. He was adamantly against it. He hated it. And they gave him the spinner. <laughs> yeah. They gave him the rated R spinner. If they if he's able to bring back the world championship, it would significantly make SmackDown more of a not not that it's it isn't now, but their championship on the same level. Because I, I I still only equate the WWE championship as it. Like Universal can be whoever can hold it. That's fine. Roman Reigns is holding it now, so it has some sort of esteem to it. But it's still the there's WWE no lineage champion. to it, right? It's still the WWE Championship, so yeah. bring back the the World Championship and and you know all all the the lore that that had with its in its heyday with WCW and all that good stuff. Why not? You no, know, it's you're making up a belt with Universal on it. Just bring back the old belt. I I agree with you. I, I completely agree. Yeah, they they already um, changed it once, and it's been around for what three four years maybe. Yeah, yeah. And they already switched it to blue because it's on a blue show. It's on the blue show. Bring back the bring back old yeller. Hold <laughs> the other. Um, yeah, so you know, it's 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 great to see that there's going to be this change, and now nobody knows what's going to happen. Now we're just at, now it's at square one. Now we just want to see what's going to happen with the Miz and what's going to happen tomorrow on Raw, when when inevitably he'll be the first one with John Morrison to come out and uh, announce that he's the champion, um, and then set up whatever storyline he's going to have with Drew McIntyre, which is that's got to be inevitably happening. Um, and then maybe that's setting up for him and Sheamus at Mania, which I'm not really too keen on. I, I think that you could f- probably find a better match for for yeah. Drew. Um, but right now that's that's in the that's in the future. We are in the now, and right now, the Miz is your WWE champion, and yes, he is complete and utter shock. <laughs> and and you saw what it's going to happen, but it did it. You don't know until it actually happens, and now he's got the belt. So we have a very interesting Let's week. Oh, of... I'm actually I'm never happy for the Miz, okay. other than when he landed Maurice because I was really happy for have, him. Do you one. see pictures of her online recently? I mean, she's just good God. It's like she's getting better with age. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I never liked the Miz. I was always a John Morrison fan. Okay, he had that Johnny Nitro, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh sure. shit, 
this motherfucker does look like Jim Morrison. <laughs> he does. Yeah. So yeah. when he went on his own and then he won the WWE title for the first time, I was like, why the hell are you having this reality star win it? Mm. But now. And now you're still having a reality star win it. <laughs> he is, well, yeah. Well, he's a wrestler. reality star, some would say. Yeah, he, and he, right, right. He has his own show now and now he has a belt. But he, he's worked Man. his way there. He has paid his dues now. He has paid his dues. This guy. And he is the W two time, two time WWE champ, WWE champion. And and, and watching his reaction uh, again uh, when he won it, it was just like this visceral yell, uh, and just from his soul that he he, he made it back. Like the Are you talking about Rob? Well, him too. But the, <laughs> but the the Miz and I watching him scream. I don't want to get too so deep, and we've gone way too long here. But the idea that he is. He, that scream that he had at the end of the match was just so like uh, it, did, it looked like he didn't know he was going to make it back to that point, and he did. Came from the loins, the loins, <laughs> just oh down there in the loins. He didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know if he was going to come back. He made it back to that point, and he's a champion again. So kudos to to the Miz, and I'm 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 all for it, man. You can you can hate the decision, you can not be happy with it. You can first, yes, yeah, you're right that it wouldn't make any sense for him to cash in twice, fail. Uh, both yeah. both times, um, it makes sense now. Uh, you've had in the past where we've had people like Bray Wyatt win the championship um, and then lose it immediately. So it's not that he has to hold it, but it's a change of pace. It's a change from the from the the old. Uh, it's a change that people didn't expect. Like you expected Ed, Edge and, and Reigns. So I'm I'm all for it. To bring change. Yeah. Bring things that people don't expect, and you whether you like it or not. Because you know, at the end of the day, you will get what you want because that's what WrestleMania is all about. It's always about McMahon giving the people what they want, uh, a la uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. You know, if, if it's out there, on, especially now, social media and nobody in the, in the stadium. Batista. You know, okay, well, if anybody give me wants. what I want. <laughs> you can't give him what he wants. <laughs> no, if anybody else wanted that, because that's where Daniel Bryan came in. Um, Man, we have gone long, but it's a lot of stuff. Just so much stuff to talk about, and you know, two pay per views to, to cover in the entire week. So we we got through it. We are we are at the end, and so this week is going to be great to see uh, everything being set up for Mania now. Uh, Fastlane is ironically just a, a bump in the road, pun intended, um, yeah. to to Mania, a speed bump, speed bump, some would say, to to Mania. But this is all just setting up for that that show, and uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Same. Uh, really quickly, do you want to bring Please. up the uh, proposed scenario that Stephanie had on the Zoom call? Oh, sure. Right, go ahead. <laughs> so she had mentioned, mm -hmm. shout out to Stephanie. Yep. She was like, everybody keeps saying that Asuka is still going to be competing tonight. What if... And yeah, and she never did. And she never did. Mm. What if they went a little early on the pay-per-view because Asuka was going to main event against a returning Becky Lynch. Okay. And all of us got out of our seats and we're like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Good. All right, Tim. Go Tim on. Allen right there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Go on. We were all for it. Yeah. It was it was great. It would have been awesome. It was and then we kind of did the logistics of it and we're like, mm, she had a baby two months ago. <laughs> right. It's going to be a little difficult to do it. I mean, she could if she wanted to, but it would be difficult also. She could. But also, the the timing was that, uh, and Rob was saying as far as the, the match uh, it being like pushed up five minutes because of uh, 
<laughs> Styles coming in early. Um, mm-hmm. And it was only th- this was one of the shorter pay-per-views we're, we're just not used to that and it's being even shorter than monday night raw <laughs> which is kind of weird um but i like it i like the fact that it was just it's like give me four matches that are just quality matches exactly um, you know and instead of having all this fluff and again it could have done with without the women's match but that that was that's all hindsight i mean it, it could have been a great match and i could have been you know what it was awesome that it was there but just for some reason it didn't do it for me um but even with that match, you just put on quality matches that don't involve like all this other bullshit, and make it two two hours, make it two and a half hours. That's fine. It doesn't yeah. have to be a marathon, man. It, it, this is we we have, as we said before, we have nine hours without pay per views. Nine hours of wrestling every single fucking week. <laughs> it's a lot. It is a lot, and I'm not saying not to give us more, but but make it better condensed. That's it. Agreed. That's it. Agreed. So we had that tonight, and that's why it was so good tonight. That's just like the Rumble was so good, just like this was so good. So hopefully they continue this uh, this this kind of trend with with good shit. Um, anything else before we we head out? Um, I think that's it. If you uh, when Becky Lynch does return, mm-hmm. watch out for T-shirts that will sell about the mom, the milf, the legend. <laughs> that's going to be a thing. You, listen, that the Queen of the Ring. Idea, the Queen of the Ring shirts, and that T-shirt. Mom, MILF. What was it? <laughs> the Mom, the MILF, the legend. Legend. <laughs> Get that on a shirt. I guaranteed Bad Bunny will just be a, a, a thought in the past with a million uh, units sold. And then the Mom, I will MILF. have my rifle claim to the 24-7 championship. There you go. And there you go. Uh, I am I am done. I am out. I am spent. This has been a week I'm spent. It's late. It is, it is late as, as late. we are recording this after the after the pay per view. But man, it was such a good week. Uh, I leave you. Um, I leave you with this song that you had mentioned during uh, Chamber, and this is something that you hadn't heard in a while. And you're like, they should bring this one back. And so, oh yeah, here we go. Read the words that are- I just want to get up and do a ripping thing. It's a shameful thing to blast your head. A careless man who could wind up dead. You'll wear your sin like it's some kind of prize. Too many lies. Too many lies. Oh, these words are true. And I'll make you believe. I forgot about this. I'm, I'm getting like goosebumps right now. I forgot about this song, man. How good this shit was. Seamus is like OG theme song. Hell yeah. This shit is good. Oh, I gotta listen I gotta put this on my, my workout playlist. <laughs> it hits different. Ladies and gentlemen. Straight times. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sun to Slam. I'm Chris Mindell. Please tell everybody about the show. Sun to Slam on Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know what you thought about uh, Elimination Chamber. That is Mr. Joe Black, the Reaper. Sir, have a great week. Deuces.
the Sons of Slam podcast.